0: I'd like to congratulate Jay Sante on uh, 100 episodes of TRSS. Download, listen, it's 100 episodes. There'll probably be 100 more, and it'll be
1: very good. And you pretty much was on most of the episodes. This
2: is Sparta!
3: Okay, this is Joey Sykes uh, congratulating Jay Sante on his 100th uh, episode, TRSS. Keep it strong.
2: Everyone in this
1: room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah, this is Slick, the one and only Black Rage, sending a shout out to the regular season sports cast, giving cor- congratulations on 100 episodes to my Me, my homie. He eats Puerto Rican fried bologna, the one and only Jay Santee. Congratulations, man. And here's to the next 100 episodes. Yeah.
2: Welcome to the end of your life, and I promise it's going to hurt. The regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee.
1: Woo! Episode 100, guys. Really? We got here? I didn't even think we were able to do it new set new set of century and uh new music it's actually good music i actually like that That's a, yeah. i'm gonna miss my old music but um yeah fuck that dude. we got a clean house we got to do some new shit up in this building man episode 100 wow man it's, whew. yeah it's two over two years in the running we we've been doing the regular season cast. trss man wow wow it, I'm even, I'm shocked at myself. The, I think the only commitment I've ever had in my life right now that's going on strong is raising my child. And that's because the Lord does not allow me to give her back. But, um, other than that, it's actually pretty good. You know, the insurance on being a father to a child, it, I think it, it expires like when they're three or something. So I got to say committed. So I have to be, I have to do what I got to do. But other than that, woo, I'm really, I'm really. I'm really, I'm really stoked about this, man. It, it's something that I didn't think I would make it. When I got to like about fifty, sixty, or whatever, I sat there and I was I, and I and I contemplated on whether or not I was going to continue to do this because I love sports. That's that that that's right off the back. I love sports and I love what sports are. are, are it's basically a a, a bonding. Agent that gets us all together, being male, female, families, friends, even enemies. I've had, what the fuck was that? I even had, um, issues with, um, with individuals where if I, if we're not friends, I don't want to talk to you. But when sports comes up, my mind just goes to another level. And, um, I I just have to peer in. And this is before the podcast. This is before I had the podcast going on. Usually I would just like veer in a corner. And hear other people talk, and then when I I chime in and and become part of a conversation, they'll look at me and they'll go, "Oh, you you like sports? You're into sports?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And it, they'll even not even understand that I'm into certain areas of sports. You know, I, I just today I had a conversation with somebody, and they were like, "You like hockey?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I love hockey." It's just you there's a certain avenue in which other individuals don't get it they do not talk about it or there's not a lane for it and when it pops up i i, I like to show off and be like yeah you know i, I know my little thing you know I, i'm i not really a big fan of this certain rule, or whatever the case may be being in anything but people are always taken aback about like, you yeah because you know why jay the red santi is a guy who's very eclectic in many areas of genres in 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 society music um, movies comic books tv shows wrestling sports what have you which by the way uh i'm just as eclectic as rageworks.net and i want to give a big big thank you to RageWorks.net for giving us here at the regular season sportscast trss the opportunity to express our thoughts, beliefs, feelings, and creativity the way that we do on this show it's It's been an honor, it's been a privilege, and it's been such a a driving force for for myself and the crew that came behind me because this has become not only i wouldn't even I, I wouldn't even want to diminish it as a hobby because I don't even tell anybody this is a hobby. I put this as my job, this is work. You know, I'm not a hobbyist for this. This is what I do. Podcasting is such a, uh, sometimes I don't even like to use that word because I know that's what it is, but it, this is, this is, this is not even a like podcasting. Thing. This is my relief. This is my, 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 my stress reducer. My, I, this is what I do to, to make everything feel right. And rageworks.net has helped me to do that. And I've been able to use this to open a platform and as a launching pad for, other individuals that's come with me on this uh, and and you get guys like josie's boy at yeah, call me when it's over c m w i o it's dot com it's 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 something where it's you use this platform to to help others hear your voice met fan Matt who was with me and we 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 we, we used him here as our baseball analyst and then he had his off shoot show uh views from the five thirty six um, last year, and he, 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 springboarded, he got comfortable, and now we have him on a uh, turnbuckle tabloid. It's, it, it's, it's another, uh, avenue for a young man like himself to, to not only see that he can do things in his college life and his, and, and, and find other avenues to express himself, but this is also a thing to where opportunities, can, opportunities can open up for him. And, uh, you know, I have guys who come in like the Will with the MMA and, and i i look at at, at other guys who, who i'm hoping to bring into the show and they're getting you know geared up for it you know and i'm looking to do other things with the show to branch it out when i was sitting at, at one moment in my life going i don't know whether or not if i want to continue to do this but this was the thing that i did because like i said it was a release it was never buried and i never sat there and said oh fuck i gotta do trss this week once you start thinking like that It's like, you shouldn't be doing it anyway. It it, it should be done off. You shouldn't do it no more. But with that being said, I just got to tell you guys. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Regular Season Sportscast. I'm your host, Jada Red Sante. And I got to say to you, welcome, you guys. Jesus, it's been an amazing ride, man. TRS has 100 episodes. Knocking it down. Two years down in the books. And let me ask you guys something, honestly. What things can you really feel that you've done two years consistently, weekly, daily, besides work, besides again, I mean, something that you had a passion for that you could do consistently and say that I've been doing this on a run. And I'm not talking about your Facebook fucking post. I'm not talking about your Instagram or Snapchat uploads. None of that shit. I'm talking about something that you had a passion for that you said, yo, I'm consistently doing this and I'm on a run. Think about it. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on the like and group page at the regular season sports cash. Check uh, sports cash. I think that's a Freudian slip because I'm really, I'm really thinking about that. I should be getting money for this shit sooner or later. I got to get started getting paid for this shit, but yeah, really, I really got to get started. start getting some money for this, but check us out on the regular season sports cast page. Check us out on Instagram at regular season sports. Check us out at, at, uh, the Twitter at RWJ Santee as well as on the YouTube page at regular season sportscast. Let me tell you something. That's going to be popping soon because I have, I have been working on some shit. I got some ideas for, 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 for the TRSS YouTube page as well as the terminal tabloid. Don't miss it. You guys got to be around for that. It's, it's coming. It's coming. I, I kid you not. Every time I tell you guys something, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I, I teased it early on. I had little countdown pages and stuff like that. Little views here and there. I used to do it, but now. I'm about to make it official. And make sure you check out rageworks.net guys. This is where you get everything under one umbrella. Everything is there. There's no need to go to any other page. Rageworks.net has everything you want for all your needs when it comes to reviews, previews, anything that has to do with our pop culture, your pop culture, the world's pop culture. You get football, you get baseball, you get uh, comic books, you get movies, you get wrestling, you get uh thoughts, ideas, premises uh Ridiculousness that goes on in our world and comments that go with it, articles, podcasts—they're varying issue. Uh, call me when it's over. Uh, Terminal tabloid. What else do we have? Oh, of course, uh, black is new black. Where can you? Where else are you gonna go? I mean, seriously, think about it. RageWorks.net and shout out to the guy, like I said earlier, to our boy Big Rich, who's been putting this all together. This guy right here much appreciative there's not much more there's not much words i can say about this dude man and shout out to my boy slick man me and slick he's 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 a backbone as well to rageworks.net he doesn't he doesn't get a lot of uh uh uh, shout outs and acknowledgments because he likes to be low-key but that's my that's my birthday twin and this is a guy who's been putting in a lot of work and uh been a part of the family even before i got there and showing much love to him for everything that's done and everything that goes down so much appreciative love and much appreciation to my guy man for real and um to countless countless individuals who have been uh supporters and listening to trs and supporting rageworks.net my guy angel torres my that's my brother right there for for the longest time he's been uh, since day one downloading episodes, my, my, my boy, uh, of course, y'all yeah, guys know him as Louis e. Coyote, uh, Black Mac, uh, uh, I have, I have uh, my other boy, Louie who sits there and, and shares and, and is always a part of the stuff on the, on, on the Facebook and, uh, the, uh, Instagram pages. You also have, uh, you know, my guy who hopefully I'm gonna get him on this episode, uh, Javon Lewis at J Lewis, man. This dude has been, Consistently a listener to, to not only my show, but at Rageworks. He's he's a follower of what goes on there, man. This, this this dude, I can't wait to sit down and have a conversation with him. Big YouTuber. He's got some things that he he's got going on over there. I'm proud of what he does over there. Listen, it's it, it it's it was a stepping stone for us when it first started and it just culminated into a, another type of programming and and and, and show because where the grassroots of this came from really just came from a stupid idea honestly that's where it came from it came from a dumb stupid idea and to start off the opening salvo it's to, I, i'll give you the, the the premise of what went on we were at i was at my job and of course a lot of people were sit there and they were talking about sports and such and there was one individual in particular it was a friend of mine. Uh, you guys know him as the Keith. He, we, we would always go back and forth with for conversations with other individuals and differences of opinion and such. And one day he turned to me. He's like, wow, you know, it would be cool if we could do something like this on air. And I said, you know what? I might have that avenue for us. I might have a, a way in because I know someone who does it. I was already a part of the My Take Radio and Rageworks family. I, I was already doing articles for the website. I was already part of the fam doing things here and there. So I said, you know, maybe, maybe I can get a podcast going. I had, uh, I, I, I pretty much what I, I couldn't do articles as much as I could because, you know, scheduling at work and such, but I still wanted to be part of the my tech radio RageWorks family. And I wanted, they were, I still felt like I was obligated or I wanted to, to, to do something creatively. And, rich always told me that if there's something you want to do and it's feasible yo i got you so the the podcasting was there and we went we 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 um the keith and i came together we were thinking about you know, the, the title and what we were going to do and how it was and, and i was already had a lot of stuff in my mind me being a a constant howard stern listener and dan patrick and Uh, You know, the first takes and all this stuff like I I always wanted to take what I had in my head and piece it together with other things and do it together and make a a show that you don't really hear often. Like you don't want to, you know, a lot of people say I like listening to sports shows, but I also don't like when I'm listening to a sports show that's talking down to me. Like, it, 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 I don't like really doing a lot of shows when I hear the statics, the statisticians or whatever, or whatever. You get, you get, it, 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 everything gets mumbled up when in all reality, you want to have a real conversation. And the real conversation is what I wanted to have for a show. I wanted to feel like whenever li- anyone listened to the show, they were sitting in a barbershop. And I've always said this, or, or at your boy's crib. Or you guys were in the front of the building, or on your yard, or whatever, and you guys were discussing sports, or you ladies were talking or hearing about sports, whatever. And that's what I wanted for the show. I wanted a natural, relative type of of show. So we brought it to the stage, and well, came with the name. And um, if you heard, you guys heard the uh, uh, the best of episode. It was so rough early on. I went and got this. I bought this little mixer and you know, I was working off two fucking computers. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do, uh, sound effects and I'm tr- working off sometimes over off the of phone and I'm, I, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Honestly, it was weird because I, I'm, I'm computer savvy, but when it came to something like this, it was, it was just, out of the ordinary for me it was foreign it was it was like looking at japanese or chinese arithmetic i was like what the fuck is this but i was able to sit and i i kind of pieced it together here and there and then with the help with rich he was like yo you need to do this check this out you could balance it out because rich already had on uh, my take radio running for countless of episodes 200 plus episodes so he he was already you know, winded with it so you know i'm i'm i am i am i i I kind of act like I knew what I was doing when the first episodes were happening, but I was still learning and, you know, trying to uh, tweak the trade, as some may say. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. And it was frustrating because you get you get sometimes where it, you know, the audio gets uh, it, it gets corrupted or something doesn't go over and the mics aren't the way they're supposed to be. And even to this day, I struggle with it, but it's not as bad as early on. It was crazy. And even if you hear the early episodes, you could hear like how how bad it was. And shout out to Rich once again. I, I I can't I can't thank him enough. This guy went and he would edit and and that's why he's the producer of producers because he sat there and he would go through these audios and he would fucking he would work his way through on trying to make the best quality that he could and he's done a great job at that. So you know early on we would do these episodes. I I have the rundowns or you know we'll do uh basically what what it would be the topics of the week and I would you know I, I try to. I try to have an idea, too, because when the Keith was on the show, I had him more as the vocal point because he was more spot on with when it came to the sports aspect. And I wanted to be more color. I wanted to be, you know, I, I wanted to give him I wanted to softball him the pitches while he could knock him out the park. And it, it worked out very well early on. That's what exactly what does, And we had, a, you know, a nice banter between ourselves. We we try to work our wit back and forth. And, you know, early on, you know, people liked it. It was until um, there was an incident that occurred, person and not personal lives. And I'm not afraid to say, you guys already know me. Who's ever been listening to the show? Who's ever rocked out with me for the past fucking hundred episodes? I have no hair on my tongue. I will air out what the fuck I'm going to air out. I've done sat there and put females on blast. I've put myself on blast. I've put anybody else on life going forward on, on, on on the fucking table, you know, I might, I might not say a name or two because, you know, I you know, some, you know, they don't, I got to give them that respect, but they know who they are because they know I have a platform. They know I have a show. And then when they hear it, I done had females come up and fucking blast me on social media, blast me on, 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 on on face and face up. Hell, even my current situation, I get fucking like really do you do you really have to do this on your show? and it's like, yeah, because this is my outlet, this is where I do it i instead of paying two hundred dollars a session at a at a therapist or or a psychologist, this is where I air it out, and I've never had any bare bones. I've always told people my life is an open book with chapters still being written i there's there's nothing you can't ask me that I'm not gonna be embarrassed about, and I will tell you about it. I don't care, and this is the show where I do it. I done transformed it to where it's. This is where this is not only sports, but I want you to get an idea of me. There's a Jay Santi and then there's James Santiago, which is my real name. Can you not pair that together? If you haven't seen it, but there's not too many differences between the two. And when these mics go on, this is where I I, I go off and I and I feel as though this is where I can open up, especially when I don't have someone in front of me where I could talk to, where I could just do it and my connection to you guys is why i'm able to hopefully correlate and relate to everyday life and this is what i i'm here for with that being said i um I had, a, I had a I had a premise of what was going on for this show and so far everything was running down and it was going smoothly like i said audio wise we were going to get to we were going to fix it everything was working out. we had a, a a good a good feeling for what the the, the show was going to be about then around uh Episode seven, episode eight, something happened personally in my life in which, you know, I have to say that my daughter's mother wasn't a big fan, they really didn't like the keith. And she made it known on on certain occasions, but like I say, he's a friend of mine and I want I and I continue to you know, I I, 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 I suffered through it because A, I already knew my relationship with my daughter's mother was, was broken. And I knew there was gonna be one way or not that it was going to be over. It was going to be done. And, and, and this is what I've always shared with the shows is that, you know, if you heard the shows, whatever, I've always shared that aspect of my life to where like, you know, you can still live without having to have this this disgruntled kind of relationship with your spouse or anyone. So I try to make it work. And then something happened in which, you know, it, 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 it blew to a, uh, another level in. The Keith decided that he couldn't do the show and be a part of it because of that situation. And because of the fact that there was one instance where he couldn't make the show because he was doing something else. It was too busy. And I said, you know what? I'll just do the show without you. Just give me your picks of, of football or whatever it is that we needed to run down for. And I'll do it. Don't worry about it. He took offense to it. You know, oh, this is supposed to be us. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, it's okay. If you can't do it because of the problems, don't worry about it. You can miss an episode. It's fine. If you listen to um episode eight, you can hear, uh, it, it, honestly, you hear the tension in in that episode. I always pinpoint. Episode eight is where you hear the tension in that. You can hear the gravitation of where the conversation that we used to have seven episodes prior, it wasn't the same. You felt it. And it always felt that I was being um left out to dry. Like, it was like, oh... Or you you think you could do an episode without me? Well, yeah. Take this, and it's like, all right. Apparently, you know who I am, and this is what I do. So that's what I did, and you felt it. You felt that 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 tension in there. Episode nine is when I actually put it together. To I had to do something by myself, and I tell you something, I've never felt nervous or fearful in many instances of life. I I was I was brought up into theater I love performing I've always you know I always wanted to be in movies TV whatever being in front of people speaking in front of people has never been a problem for me and this was something that I was I, I always felt I was bro- I, I was born to do the only thing is that I wish I had a fucking Brad Pitt or Boris Kojo looks whatever but I just have you know I, I look like Uncle Fester so although if they do an Adams Family remake I c- could probably slide in easily but other than that, it's like I never had a problem of being solo. When I found out that I had to do that, I was going to do the show by myself. It it took the show to a different lane. It was like, okay, I get to do what I want to do, but I'm not sure if I am going to want to do it. Because I, I, it was, it's always when a sports, a sports show is always better when you're having a banter with somebody. Everybody could debate. Everybody could, you know, pick a side. That's why you have like the first takes. You have the undisputed. That's why you have, um, the, the, the um, um, oh, it escapes me. The, the, the one with Poppy on ESPN. Um, and you have the part in my interruptions. You, you have those shows because there's always two individuals that you could trade off of. And when you do a talk, uh, a sports show by yourself, it just doesn't seem genuine it just seems like just one person ranting like i feel like i'm doing now yeah right i got even 100 episodes i'm still banging into the fucking mic so when the mics went hot and i did the, the first episode by myself i was like oh shit this is gonna be real and then i saw the downloads i saw the streams and it was like holy shit i can do this i really could put together something on my own so i started bringing in interviews i i I got people who who wanted to come to get sit down and shout out to everybody at house of glory especially the guys at house of glory wrestling Wrestling hogwrestling.net especially especially those guys those guys helped to push the fucking show because i had turnbuckle tabloid on the show as a segment and i would it was an easy funnel for me to get interviews and those guys were able to come in sit down and have an open dialogue open conversation with me and for up-and-coming indie wrestlers they were guys that were able to who's never been on a mic never did a promo or anything like that they were able to come in on the show and they came in here and you know they were comfortable to sit down and talk and a lot of them didn't really Want to or didn't feel that they should, and then after a while you saw you know a progression of guys who was like yo you gotta get on TRSS so, you know they, it it's it's kind of cool to get on there and then I bring them in sometimes I I, I ain't gonna front I fucking cook for these guys but nonetheless you get that and then the avenues open to other opportunities I started getting comedians I used to go to I I would go to comedy clubs and I would see a comedian who. Who would talk about wrestling or sports and I would, you know, I would go and do the hustle. was Like, listen, shout out to Mad Dog Madden, James Madden, man. He's a, it's fucking, uh, uh, a guy who, who came in and did an interview with me. And I was like, just a, a fucking a speck on the wall. He's like, yeah, I got you, man. He will do it. And he's been on the show twice already and hopefully like, I'm going to get him again really soon. James Madden, a comedian who came in and he, he, he was spot on gold, you know, and I got Dan Chanard, another comedian. And, and then. The ball was rolling. I, 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 got, uh, uh, Chris Roach from, um, uh, Kevin Can't Wait. Uh, and you get, uh, you get guys who, 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 who's been prominently predominantly known as, uh, Sean Merryman on the show. I had, uh, we had, um, we, we would, man, I can't even think of that. Brian XL. I, I, I actually, his, his my, Brian XL from House of Glory actually opened the door to finally at TurboCoTab Tabla. I was able to get my white whale at TurboCo, uh, for, for, um, Turnbuckle Tabloid, um, f- Amazing Red, House of Glory's premier face. I got him, fighting he was my white whale. I got him for my first episode of Turnbuckle Tabloid. And countless, countless under individuals. And shout out to even the people in my click, like, uh, Black, um, um, uh, um, Black Mac, uh, uh, like I said, Louis Coyote. I had gotten, um, Uncle Fred. Uncle Fred is a fiction show and I was able to get, um, Family that I hadn't gotten in, To speak to in years uh, in, or, or ever My uh, brother D came in And he was a great great fucking asset Come to find out that we had So much in common that we didn't know Was there and we never really Hung out we didn't even speak We didn't even all know of each other for years uh, Uncle, uh, Cousin Junie came in Cousin Junie's, I, I spoke to on Facebook m- Numerous times and he came on the show And he, uh, he's vibrant and he's fun And he, he was a dude that came in And, and showed that that there's there's an outlet or possibilities for for individuals who's never done it as well. It's 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 great that I was here to have TRSS. And then uh, there was a moment when I came to a realization. After some time, um, I, I like I said, I brought in um, Josie's boy, your girl's favorite artist. I brought him in. Uh, cmwio I actually said that clearly. I usually fuck that up. Yeah, cmwio and he came in, I, and I'm producing his show, and it, it blew up, phenomenon uh, on social media. He, 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 everybody caught on. Downloads are crazy, streams are crazy. People fucking hit him up. Hashtag, uh, hashtag, screenshot this, screenshot this. You know, you get, you get that going, and then uh, my take radio, uh, it 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 it, it ceases to exist after it's phenomenal run of multi multiple years my take radio which held down the MMA wrestling um movies and TV show aspects of rageworks that. and big rich decided that he was going to put it to rest and he decided that um he wanted to look at different avenues to to promote the, the 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 website as well as all of us so my opportunity grew right there where he told me he said listen you know you could actually take Turbicle tabloid and and move it from a segment to its own show it's a great opportunity that's what i wanted to do and i'm a big wrestling fan i've been a wrestling fan for years and i figured i said why not i actually was gonna i was actually teasing to to have turnbuckle tabloid as a segment as a show for Metfan matt and rondo where uh, i'll just be producing it and you know chime in whenever i want to but, you know, I just wanted to produce it. I wanted to do it separately. And as for TRSS for the regular season sports cast, I was approaching a certain number and I was thinking, I said, you know what? I, I want to do other things other than just this. Like I, I just wanted to do something else. I wanted to expand my horizons. And with TRSS, I wanted to give the show over to somebody else. They could have taken it ran with it, did whatever they want. I would have produced it because I wanted to keep it fresh. The only thing I ever wanted was to keep the name, keep it on the Rageworks and just keep me tied to it, to where I'm just p- producing hell. I would have just sat there and been a sidekick. I didn't care for it. If you just want it to do whatever you want. So the person who had, I've chosen to take it over uh, was an individual in which left the show early on. I was ready to, Give the show off to the Keef. Now, there's a phrase that says, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Or is it the other way around? I'd rather use that one. That one for me works better for me. It works better for me because it, it shows how much of an asshole that I am that I allowed myself to be taken over like this. But as you guys were here in, 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 a, in a previous episodes during the past year in 2017, slowly but surely, I was bringing the Keef back in. Like I, I brought him in, at how we did an offshoot of what we did a uh, uh, NFL draft combine episodes. We did, we did, we did, the, and I mean, I'll tell you, downloads and streams were really well. Once again, things off mic becomes more of a problem than anything else. You know, I saw certain aspects of the uh, of him. You know, very diva ish. No, I, I, you know, there was, there were certain, in certain instances where I, I saw him act differently to certain characters and, and, and individuals of our shows. Very, very nasty, not very, um, not very cordial. And I was like, okay, I, all right, you, you have your passion, all right. And I, and I rolled with it. And I always take the, um, the, the the Howard Stern approach Because I'm like I said I'm a, I'm a kind of guy I'm, I'm a follower of the Howard Stern book of uh, of of Radio whereas I'm a guy that's like if it's good For radio it's good for radio if it's good for podcast Whatever it is it's good and I'll Tell you whether or not that, no this is not going to Be good I, if you ever hear the Shows I hardly ever edit anything I Want real and that's exactly what I want for the shows Is real and if I'm able to Capture something real that's what I'm going to do it's going To be real there were certain instances where I started second guessing myself. I started doubting myself. I was like, "Am I should I? Am I really gonna pass the show off to him?" And then there was an instance that happened on in personal where I I made it. I made a comment. I made statements in which I wasn't sure about him as an individual, and I didn't say it to him directly because I didn't get the chance to. Because if I would have, like I said, my life is an open book. I don't give a fuck. I'll tell you about yourself if you don't like it, and that's where I have problems in my life. <laughs> this is where I have issues at with with myself. But um, I I I shared this, and he got wind of it. We had a conversation, and he's like, "Oh, uh, why why we why are you acting this way?" or Whatever, that's because I really think you're a fake person. I don't I don't feel you're genuine when it comes to a lot of things. And it sucks because I actually like to do it. I think they thought he was a, a cool kid, but it's like, yeah, yeah, you, you, you're a fake dude. You're phony. You're bullshitting. You have your own little clique. You have your own little, your own little crew. And, you know, that's more power to you. That's that, that's whatever, whatever team you have more power to you. But at the end of the day, if you're not in that circle or if you're not in that clique or if you're not, that type of because I was I was there firsthand where we would be yeah hey, come through and come come chill and we come chill and you get ignored so it's like why the fuck am I gonna hang with you whereas when you hang out with me I make sure you're involved in everybody you know everybody I make you know connections with everybody this is how I do I do things and I've been, I've been in the scenarios like that even with that being said still professionally I wanted you I was gonna give you I was gonna hand you over the show. I would be the sidekick. You could have done whatever. Skits. If you didn't want the skits, you didn't want it. Gone. Bits would have been gone. If you wanted to keep it straight up sports, it would have been yours. I'm giving you the keys to the to the castle because where else are you going to go where you go to Rageworks already has everything locked? You get Stitchers. You get iTunes. You get um. All other outlets of of of, of podcasting and, and 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 audio gold, it's already there. You don't have to do it. you know how many other podcasts are sitting there struggling to get on the iTunes or Stitcher or TuneIn when it's already there? We have it. And I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom. And you flushed it away because you couldn't separate personal and business. It's all business. And at the end of the day, if you don't like me, don't like me. Come in. Do the work you gotta do. Let's get it popping. Let's get it going and move on. But let me tell you something. Josie's boy, call me when it's over. That's my brother. Known each other for years. Not as long as you might think it is. It's been f it's been c it's been a couple of years that we know each other. I met him through uh different avenues. And this is my bro. I speak to him almost every day via text and such. And we we talk every day and we do business with each other. I produce a show. And we we will we'll gripe, we'll have issues. We might, we we have differences of opinion. And we'll even go fight tooth and nail. And they'll be like, yo, you know, you fucking bugged out. Or he'll be like, yo, you wilding out right now, son. And whatever. And then come five minutes later or a day later or whatever, it'll be like, yo, want to get a six pack? Yo, what you doing today? You got to learn that there's a way to do things. And this is what, this is what I want for the next hundred episodes. Here at TRS finding ways to do this weekly and make sure that we can be creative and be able to stick together and bond together and do and expand and grow and find new avenues for, our, for, our, for not only this show, for all the shows on the rageworks.net. This is why I'm trying to bring in new, 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 new ideas, fresh, fresh ideas, fresh faces and all. So now well, I'm already going on 40 minutes on the opening salvo, but you know what? it's 100 rich will rich will be able to take this he's good make sure you check us out on like i said on all social media outlets and i want to i want to thank all you guys who are a part of this who are who are here for for the long haul even the new people thank you for for listening and 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 listening consistently it's been a fun ride and i'm having a good time when we come back got tons of stores got uh this week's rant i i have i brought in just daniel and his boy uh um Yee, Joey Sykes. It's, a, it's, 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 it's a test run. We're going to see what we're going to go do with these guys. And they actually, they actually know this stuff, man. They're really good to go. They're keen on it. Also, I have, um, it was a funny instance. Uh, uh, uh Josie's boy and I were in a, uh, we're on our way to do karaoke this past weekend and we got into an Uber. The driver was probably the fucking funniest dude that we got into and was a big basketball fan. So I was able to have the, um, interview him. I thought I, you know, I asked him for an interview and he multiplies. So I'm going to, I'm going to air that interview here. It, it was fucking awesome. Also, like I said, we have, um, I have an interview with, um, fan. Hopefully I could get him in here. Uh, Javon Lewis, I'm going to sit him down. And of course, as we always do talking sports and shit, guys don't go anywhere episode 100 big shout outs big thank yous a lot of guys are gonna be um uh, just giving a get giving a um congratulatories and showing love to me and uh trs man so guys don't go anywhere stick around much love to you guys and uh yeah um i'm gonna finish drinking this beer see you guys in a sec this is raymond
2: reynoso the 88 year old in the Penny Wrestler from Bayamon, Puerto Rico. Much love to my peoples out there.
1: You guys are going to make it just like Jay Santi. 100 episodes of the regular season sports cats. I hope to make it to 100 so I can fuck some bitches.
2: Es que no fallo, solamente otro día en el aire Deme en el beat que yo la mato, sí. estoy limpiando el piso como <todillar> el mato En la música no relajo, ¿Todo ¿Todo buena música es lo que traigo pasión
1: Shout out to my boy, Papito, who was also on TRSS this year. Make sure you check him out at Papito Music on YouTube. Papito Music on iTunes as well. Doing big things in the record the world, man. That's right, Papito. Boricua, let's go. For peoples Going to give you guys a, 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 sneak peek, a sneak peek of what we did on our on our ride to uh, karaoke this past weekend, Josie Boy and I were in the car, and uh, I figured that uh, uh, you guys can hear the interview we did the Serbian cab driver who who says his jump shot is real. This is something that we do, so um, check us out. That's hilarious. The 2001
2: Sacramento Kings are my favorite basketball team. So I wait a minute, you gotta,
1: right now we're in an Uber with a Serbian driver who talking about his jump shot is real.
2: I heard it's I'm real. For real, bro. I'm, I'm like real, 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 bro. <laughs> Nobody's better than me. I can shoot right now. I get anybody, anybody who wants to line up, bro, no problem. How long you been playing ball, though? How long you been playing ball, though? Since, uh, since, like, 13 years old, bro. 13? That's about 28, 29 years. I'm
1: 42, bro. How long you been in, 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 in the States?
2: Like, 28 years.
1: Did you play out there?
2: Nah, I just played here, bro, with brothers in LaGuardia College. That's right, baby. Oh, shit, you, play, right, with, you play with the bros? I play with the brothers, man. I was, yo, I was the white boy who used to push me around. They were like, yo, white boy, go back in the corner. Bro.
0: I was like, yo, why, bro? I'm
2: like, why, bro? Like, uh, you two white, stay out there. I'm like, I'm like, yo, what kind of crazy shit is this, bro? I'm like, but when they saw my shot, mm-hmm. then I understood the game. You know, I was I like, like oh, OK. So I was, uh, you know, I, I was closing the games out. Yeah. The game used to go up Please. every time, every time the, the shot maker it was me, we love we love being the flashy ones, but yeah. we always need somebody to kick the ball out to the shoot. Exactly. They, they, they
1: used to dunk. Listen, it's like inside. it's like in football. In football, we need the um, we need the place kicker. The place kicker gotta make the field goals when we need it. So yeah, that's where the white boy comes
2: in, right? <laughs> yeah, Hey, yo, for real, you don't see no fucking black people shooting kicking no, bro, the ball, we right? No, know. You know that's some fucked up shit. I never too, thought about it, man. We made man. too
1: fast. We made too fast. <laughs> we need to return the ball. Uh, we do oh,
2: that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's,
3: what's
1: that's what's up So who, who you said You, 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 you was taking your game around Like what players on in Serbia You was looking
2: oh, out for Pedro Stojakovic Bro A lot of Divas then we got the, the guy who died,
1: Drazin Trouble. Drazin, was the yeah. man, yo. He was lethal, bro. In night, in the nineties, when Drazen came in, we was like, oh shit, dude. people gotta step their game up, man. He was fucking lethal,
2: dog. Like, how about how about this guy Tony Kukoc? who played with, uh, yeah, he played, uh, yeah, yeah, of course.
1: Remember that? When, Dra- when Drazin passed away, unfortunately, uh, to- Tony Kukoc was like, woo. At well, least I remember, now, I got a way to get in there. Before, before Tony Kukoc came to the league, Michael Jordan had a problem with him playing in the, in the Olympic games. Right? Yes, yeah, yes. Kukoc used to give him that business. Yes,
2: we, we were the only one. We were the only country. Yeah, that gave USA problems. Yep, and we were the only country. For the record, so people can remember. Yeah. We beat the United States at, at its best. We yes, beat the did. dream. We beat you the beat dream team. team.
1: Yeah, you did. Ah, you know it. Yeah. I know, I know. I and know. even and even that, even better than that, it was the, were, you, you guys were the reason why everybody started looking at playing the European game. Everything. You
2: look exactly. look
3: look
1: how it was though. When when coaches Coach was giving, like Jordan couldn't D him, they had they had to stick Scottie Pippen on him. Right. Okay. They had to stick. Like Scottie Pippen was the only person that and it took them a, a little it took him a little while to figure out. How I can guard it because Cool coach was giving them and business. He was lefty.
3: Yeah, I would have left me too. Problem. So you mean so you mean it's yeah.
1: So you mean to tell me honestly at this point right now, you're at how old are you? Forty two, bro. So you're forty two right now. You give them the work that right now
2: you go out going a- right now. I can I can make no <laughs> I can make half court shots, bro. <laughs> I gotta see now now we gotta talk, I gotta
1: get you on my team, bro. You know what? I got
2: I got recorded. I'm gonna show you a video when I was <laughs> when I shot in Palmetto by one of four precinct. All right. All right. There were little kids there, whatever, 17 years old. For me, they're kids, 21, 22. Right. Mm-hmm. I was with my two little boys, man. They were like, yo, yo, man, you got a stomach. I was like, yeah? Okay. So you want to shoot? He's like, yeah, man, I bet you, you can't can even touch the rim. I said, all right. So the kids start shooting, shooting. He shot like 10, 15 shots, nothing. I come up, bro, first shot. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever I don't know if or whatever, but you know what? That's how I got it, bro. Because I back up my shit. I can talk shit, but I back it up, bro. I'm telling you right now. Sunday, you want to come? Come to the park Sunday. If it's a good day. i it's, it's gonna be like 80 this weekend. Bro, yo, come. I'm gonna bring my kids. We are gonna, you know, bring the big guys. Whatever we play, bro. I'm gonna get your number when we get out of here. I'm, I, I, gonna shoot, call call. I shoot, We're gonna tell them, bro. I shoot. We I bring, I bring my, I bring my boy that looks like Tony Kukoc and
1: play like him. Oh. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even. You know, usually you look at you, oh, oh, you. You usually look at the Uber to see what your driver's name is. I'm, I didn't even look. I bet his name was like Ralph or some shit like that. Yeah, oh, scand- f- scand-
2: scandal but they call oh! me Scandal. I'm scandalous, baby. Scandalous. I'm scandalous. 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 scandalous, and I leave up to my name. Woo! I heard yep. that shit. Right. This is TNA superstar EC3, and you are listening to TRSS.
1: This week's rants. You know, I. I i find it i find it odd how nowadays we have over I, you know, to be honest i think it's just overly sensitive people i it to me it's just these days we got have, of course with you know the, the tragedies that are occurring and people need to monitor that stuff but when it comes to like certain sensibles and sensibility and sensibilities there there are individuals out there that take shit and take it way too far so about the that would work if i put your mic on <laughs> I got just Daniel sitting in the building, guys. Just Daniel's actually a cool dude. We've known each other for for a couple of years now. Uh, you were on the show early on. You yeah. actually uh, sat in when uh, the Keith and I did. Uh, we were we were doing the draft party that day, was it? Correct. Yeah, you came in and you sat for a little bit there. I was actually going through um that stuff. I'm actually fin- I actually finished it up, and you came up on it. You know, just the goofing around when we was doing the the, the last three outs, and uh, it was funny because I was like, "Wow, little transition." You were here like like episode like five or six and you're now sitting in um, episode 100
3: that early you guys were yeah
1: that's what it was it was that two years it was, it's it's crazy right I, the, the shit time passes so when i go through it and i'm hearing the the audio and i'm going wow that shit, the audio fucking was terrible back then i sat there with this little fucking mixer two fucking computers and it was like I, I, you would have thought I was fucking like doing uh, fucking Dan Patrick or some shit like that. And but you put on a great show, and I definitely
3: respected the craft and the grind from both of you guys.
1: Really? You, yeah, especially me, because you see no one else is here. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck around, you probably be sitting in the Keith chair soon enough. That that'll be known as the Keefs chair. Yeah, let me stop because I mean somebody somebody else will be over hyperly sensitive and shit. Stop it, bitch. Okay. So no, you know these days people are very very oversensitive. I, I and I mean. It comes from everything from comedy to uh, certain parameters of, of politics to, to everything. Everything's so hypersensitive. And then even these days in sports, it's getting that way. I mean, really. Take it from the LeVar Ball, uh, his statements and his actions, to even now with this Cam Newton thing. You know, guys, if, if you don't know, this past week, Cam Newton was uh, caught in a crossfire for some, in my opinion, nonsense. Um, apparently there is a statement that was made during the conference and, um uh, let me see if I could draw it up on the board right now. Put it up because it was really that, that well, Danny, let, let, give an idea of what it was that happened.
3: He was asked a question by a female reporter, a female reporter who's been in the game for a long time. And I believe his statement was, I find it funny when she asked him about the details in Devin Funch's route, who had a great game. So his response was something to the effect, it's funny with a smirk laugh to hear a female reporter talking about routes. Right. So he did go on in detail, in depth to answer her question, which I give him credit for. He didn't completely dismiss her. However, it did come off as kind of jerkish and aloof. So, you know, about two minutes after that, the media attacked.
1: Yeah, it, it was a snide remark, you know, of course. And to me, I took it very tongue in cheek. I, I that's what I that's what I, I looked at it as it was like. I, to me, I find it kind of odd with somebody does because to be honest, in my opinion, I only think women watch women who watch football do it in three parameters: a) you were grown up on it by your by your father figures; b) uh your man or your husband watches it, so you become a fan; or c) you just want to look at dudes' asses. That's that that's just what it is because you can't really see their face. Because they're wearing fucking helmets. So, so that, that's, what, that's my thought of it.
3: Well, we can say the same thing about men as well. I mean, I grew up watching sports. Unfortunately, a Mets, Nixon and Jets fan. I'm sorry to hear that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Haven't won a I'm championship since the year I was born, 1986.
1: Yeah. That's a, sorry to hear that. I'm a Mets fan myself. I just don't like to tell people. Yeah.
3: Tell, I'm serious. <laughs> I, I keep that.
1: That's like, that's like admitting that you have a crack habit. It's like, I, don't, I don't want Yeah, I grew up a sports
3: shit. fan because my father watched sports. Right. My father was fan of these teams. And I lived in the state where I watch these games because mm. it wasn't cable television and red zone back in the day. Right. So, you know, it's the same reason why I watch and love sports. So got to be very careful today. What you are saying?
1: Yeah. Well, that that's the problem. Everybody has to be so careful. I, I mean, really, because honestly, of course there's certain, you mentioned before the mics went on is that he, and probably a lot of other, a lot of dudes need to understand that there are certain, um, there's certain ways, certain tact, and you need to have when you're discussing stuff with people. Like when you're when you're about to make you know proclamations or statements, like you are, you need to be fucking uh, prepared for a backlash. And this is what I I was said about a lot of other individuals who put it out there in the world. And if you if you're able to say something, be prepared for a retort. But he also put in a parameter in which you said that he's a face of a of a franchise.
3: He most definitely is the face of the Carolina Panthers franchise. He's a multi-million dollar paid quarterback. And I'm pretty sure when he won that game against New England, torched their horrible defense, when he was coming out of the locker room, he looked straight into a reporter before going into the locker room and Mm -hmm. said, don't ask me for an interview now. Because he was getting berated and belittled before the game on his terrible quarterback play throughout the year thus far. Right. So Cam is a little bit sensitive, always been sensitive. So now he can't turn the cheek and say defend himself by stating everyone else is too sensitive. It took him more than twenty four hours to apologize. Right. And it was no more than twenty four seconds after his comment that he was getting killed. Right.
1: So Oh well, they, didn't, didn't he also have the uh uh the little um bitch tirade after the super bowl like didn't he have like of course he had a
3: tirade after the super bowl didn't want to talk to the media there was an issue where ron rivera had to send him back to his hotel room because Mm -hmm. he didn't want to wear a tie like it was mandated everyone else on the team so cam has definitely showed diva ish tendencies and hasn't proven himself to be a the greatest of leaders well
1: i have always stated that um a lot of even the individuals, even to this to, to this day, he's, uh, he's still I, I said to you, he's still young, still a young dude. And a lot of times these individuals are not prepped with real world scenarios. Like you got to think about it. You're giving a guy right out of college a position where and not even just football, just in life. where you thrust upon X amount of dollars that you, he's never seen before, you have given him now a humongous responsibility. In which now he has to like focus and, and and find a foothold. In which he has to you know figure out how is it that he's gonna become this champion bred person, but yet there's no mentoring, there's no type of leadership for him. The only thing that the NFL gives these guys is the uh, the press freaking packet for managing your money. That's and, it, and that's it. And there's, there's there's stuff missing from it. Is there like can, can can there be excuse for his immaturity because of, you know the you know position he was put on the team? I mean, an excuse, mm-hmm. most probably no. But an
3: understand an understanding of his position and situation, yes, he is a rock star. He's not only a quarterback. You see the way he dresses. You see the way he's not only a quarterback. He's a fashionista. Right. He's an icon, like I like Odell is a pop star icon. So, you know, they feel at times that their importance is probably a little bit more than in reality what it is, but he should know better. He's more than 25 years old. I don't know exact his exact age. He's 25 years old. He's a leader of a franchise, and he just has to know a little bit better in this situation given that he has two daughters, given that, like he said in his apology, he tells his daughters every day that he wants them to feel that they can grow up and be whatever they want to be. So he needs to know better. And in reality, when they approached him after in the locker room about his comments, he was very dismissive. He didn't want to give it. And we have to ask ourselves the question based on his actions. Did he apologize because of the media backlash? Did he apologize because he was sorry or did he apologize because he lost his Dan in multi-million dollar sponsorship?
1: Wow. That, that, and that was the other thing too. 28 years old. He is. He's 28. So. Maybe you should start maturing a little bit more. They, they should be. They should I would be, think so. Yeah. Maybe they should be. They should, they should be a come up in it right now. But uh, Val Dannon, no more yogurt for you. No more, <laughs> no more Oikos yogurt for you. <laughs> no more yogurt for you. That's. What, I, I think that was dumb though. I think it was really I, out of all things. Like you could have Stay Free should have like pulled up.
3: <laughs> they,
1: yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, they oh, were probably looking for no, a way out, Dannon, oh, anyway. As well, yeah. yeah. Vagisil should have not like promoted him anymore i don't think he'll ever get one of
3: those (laughs) definitely not is this
1: sexist is is this kind of sexist (laughs) because that's that's exactly what i'm trying to go for
3: yeah i expect you to lose one of your sponsors this upcoming week yeah
1: exactly (laughs) um what what is it uh um, maxi is not gonna fucking promote us anymore sorry don't think so Uh, the vaginas (laughs) so (laughs) but i think I, i think like once again it's one of those things to where uh when we go, when we go into certain situations, like, y- you really have to, um, you really have to look at a scenario and really think if it's that fucking serious. And by the way, um, in case you guys didn't know, Miss Rodriguez, the reporter, uh, had a little dirt in her backyard as well. She didn't. Seems as though that her tweets, uh, for a few, a couple of years ago, uh, were not of the shiniest of shiny. So, um, uh, shout out to your racism on tweets, my dear. Yeah. Real, Another real, lesson
3: dear. for you young kids. You, press that send button it's forever out there for anyone to find
1: yeah pretty much because apparently um we don't know how to delete bullshit especially when you're in the media like in the and when you when you're become on the come up like you if you're ready to throw some shit out there on somebody you better be ready to fucking uh back that up and not have anything in your yard absolutely yeah my dad my dad is saying some racist stuff going through the navajo reservation i'm like wow i've only i can hear what your pops is saying i wanted to be in the backseat of that fucking ride <laughs> i wanted what type of shit he was saying but no so i think that's what um it's funny because when i found that tweet uh or when i was told about the tweet it wasn't as big a parameter as how the cam newton thing was they either like they actually pushed that one to the side and she did like some little bullshit uh comment at the end and say like, oh my apologies for the racist comments on my on my feed it was like that's it This man just lost fucking advertisements on something that's not even that serious. You're over here fucking trumping it on tweet on fucking Twitter, and that's it? It's ridiculous. Well,
3: another lesson learned. You know, everyone, unfortunately, in this life is not created equal, Mm -hmm. and what he says and what he does is going to affect a lot more and hold a lot more weight to people than the average person. He has a lot more responsibility, so he needs to rein it back a little bit, be a little bit more humble. And protect his dollars, protect his investment. Because I don't see Cam playing 20 years in this league.
1: No, not I even. don't
3: see him. I see him interested in other things. Mm-hmm. I see him in the next three, four years retiring at age 32, 33, mm. where he can still walk upright. right. And um, he needs to start protecting himself so that after football, he can have a lucrative and progressive career. I found unlike it, his quarterback I, play. I,
1: I found it funny that... Uh, you know, you always get the off season Cam when he's out there giving out turkeys and shit like that. And he's out the, the fucking after school programs and he's teaching children how to fish and shit like that. Definitely. And then you get this douche kind of moment. And it's like, ah, come on, guys. Well, I
3: know some people in Carolina. They say he's not a bad guy. They've had some run ins with him. He, they say he's not a bad guy. He'll shake your hand. He'll take a picture with you. Yeah. He won't be dismissive of you. So always two sides of the story.
1: Yeah. Well, Cam. I'm with you, Paul. It ain't that serious. I don't know why. I wouldn't have never issued an apology. I'd have just uh, Charles Barkley this shit. Yeah, I meant it. I mean, I, that's, I said what I said. <laughs> that's Until, pretty good. This is Charles Barkley, and I just want to let you guys know that I'm, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't nobody's role model. You kiss my ass. But uh, when we come back, guys, we got more to go by. We got, uh, this, uh, we got talking sports and shit. That's when we do our rundown. You going to sit in for that? Sure, right, I got a couple of that. Got uh, got Joe in here. Uh, Joe Sykes is gonna be in. Probably have him chime in as well. Uh, I'll let you guys know about that. You should see him. He's like a he's he's got a face that that women would die for. are you got a girlfriend over there? Oh, you you married? oh shit
3: I've seen him in action the huh? senior citizens uh, oh, he no, can't yeah, walk yeah, by senior yeah, citizen blocks he can't right
1: no uh, the viejas they, 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 they long for you <laughs> That's, coogers, it, coogers. it must be the smell of Bengay <laughs> <laughs> when we come back guys talk talking sports and shit and uh, the guys are gonna sit in for us stick around don't go anywhere this is Louis e. Coyote
2: congratulations TRSS on your 100 episodes let's make it a thousand much love congratulations
1: I I once I hear that drawl and you, you get that 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 Midwest folk kind of thing, I feel like I want to be part of that. <laughs> you hear, you know, I, I start I saw change and I, I start to adapt.
0: oh yeah, that is catchy.
1: what's going on, sir. Um, oh, man. I gotta tell you, man. Uh, I I see you out there when you when you put your post. Oh, by the way, we we recording now. That's what I do. I just start shit without telling people. That's what I just all do. Right, you already know because whenever you, you've heard the episodes, I just start shit and be like, "Oh shit, right, it's starting yeah, now." I mean, You'll
0: like, "You know, recording, by the way," and everybody be like, "Oh damn, we
1: are." Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I like to catch people when um they're they're most comfortable because um other than that, I don't want people thinking that they're on and it's going to be something to where it's like very uh staged you know you know how it is it's like everybody's st- yeah because every time you i hate these um point and click type of sports shows you you've heard you 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 hear them all the time and it's like the the, the usual type of conversation is like i'm not part of this shit so so when 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 you when you listen to different podcasts or different sports shows um I, I you, What what draws you in? What's the type of the, the the type of shows that you like listening to that that makes you feel like you're part of what's going on? I
0: heard like uh, you know like the local shows man. it's nobody with real like you know personality. It's kind of like you know cornballish. You know there's a few people who are okay, but it's like I always like. The mainstream cause I always wanted of the mainstream feel. I can always find out stuff about Right, that. like the Stephen A.
1: Smiths and stuff like that.
0: I mean, I mean Stephen A. I'm like 50-50 with him. So uh-huh. Like he could do sometimes, and then other times it's like, all right, man, you're doing too much because it was like, <laughs> you know, it was like cast like, uh, like, like one of the first cats was like, like Tony Bruno, the Two Live Stews, right. Jim Rome. It was like, they, they was like just so different from everybody else. You know, and it was like, and it was like fun. You know, had had different takes. Pretty much, just talked about everything, and that that kind of like what what draws me. I don't want to like, obviously, you know, you gonna talk about like mogul stuff, but I always wanted like a yeah, like a uh, social media like opened me up to so much. You know, for like wrestling and podcasts, and you know, so yeah, uh, it was like just like so many different people. You know, and that kind of like how I found rich. You know. Yeah, how yeah. did you find Rich? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't find uh, Rich if
1: I had a metal detector and a fucking uh Ouija board. Like, <laughs> how did you find him?
0: Yeah, because uh, basically it was a a girl um like um uh, like oh, I can't remember her name. Like she she hasn't been on Twitter in years. She was like one of my uh favorite people, and because I think she like like used to write for the website or something, if right. I'm not mistaken. But it was like uh like missed, you know, and basically. I found out about the podcast like kind of, like, through her, you know. And it was, like, just one day, you know, I started following and then, you know, I, like, started listening to the show and then it was, like, cool because it hit so many bases. You know, it's, like, you know, sports, wrestling, you know, video games, entertainment, and it was, like, yeah, I could just, just kick back and just listen to this, you know. Like, it just hit pretty much everything I'm into, so and it's funny because it's like podcasts kind of replace like like sports radio for me you know yeah yeah because like i say and then it's like with the format keep changing and it's like you know because it's only like now it's only like a few people i listen to because i just get tired of the rhetoric and the bias so it's like you know that's why i don't really not into like espn and stuff like that because you know these some of these cats clearly got an agenda so it's like man i can't fool with these dudes it's like you know i'm either listening to like doug stewart you know one half of the two live Stools, you know and i'm listening like listening to y'all you know
1: it's crazy because when um when 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 i came upon with rich i was uh i was uh, you know i I, it so happened with me i've said it many times on the shows or whatever that it it was just it, it happened through happenstance that i knew somebody who knew somebody and then when it came to the podcasting thing i didn't really I I I was more of the writer because I did the articles for the for the for the website, and I was upset because I couldn't really do much for them anymore because work got into play and then fatherhood and all this stuff. And then finally, when Uh Rich said, "Was like you know maybe you know you could podcast," and I was like, "Okay," I said, "Let me see," you know, and and I explained in this episode how it happened. I see you—you're a busy dude, you're a working man. I see you out there doing your business. You share it out there on Snapchat and all this stuff. How you do it? How was it that you tied into? yourself going into the the youtube works by the way before anybody knows my man, that's my man jay lewis out here yo long long lasting listener this is this is a guy who who's been sharing and 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 showing the masses that he's been a part of the rageworks family he's a listener he listens to not only trss he listens to termical tabloid he listens to call me when it's over and i i believe me i know what your thoughts could be about when um Josie's boys is, is on the mic, but he's he's uh, he's out there doing his thing. And Jay, let them know where they could get you out on YouTube because you' out there doing your thing.
0: Okay, yeah, like basically, like Jv Lewis is my YouTube channel and Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat is Jv Lewis seventy seven. The thing about the YouTube thing, basically, is like when I first did it, I would do like one video just on some of everything, just random, we really no specific just. I'm going about wrestling or something that's going on, and I would do that like, you know, just something to do like, like one video a month, and then I could easily do it, but I just never really put the time and effort into it, and right. then it was like, okay, when I start seeing people do reaction videos, and I was like, I wonder how they do that. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, that looks like something, you know, that looks like something that I want to do. So I decided that okay, go through tutorials, you know. Type in whatever on YouTube, you know, see how these people do it, you know, what programs and all that stuff. So I went through that because I couldn't see myself like doing a podcast, you know. I would probably would have to be with somebody, mm. you know, and then obviously schedules got to meet up and stuff yeah. like that, work and everything. So I figured like reaction videos, you know, I could do that, you know, at my leisure. And I know I got the time to do it, you know, because my work schedule is pretty much, you know, I may work a lot, but I know that my evenings are going to be free. Mm. So I know I have time to do them. So when I started doing the reaction videos, I was like, OK, I at least want to get three reaction videos a week. And that seemed like a good thing to do. Then I started looking at other people's stuff like, OK, what are they reacting to? And OK, like what, what attracts viewers? And then it's like, OK. React to wrestling, react to this clip, and then people were like, you should look and see what's trending, and if there's anything you're interested in, then, you know, just do that, then I just start seeing certain stuff other people do, and I'm like, okay, I'm feeling this, I'm not feeling that, and basically just sticking to stuff that I like, you know movie clips and don't just give them my opinion on them and it's something that i like enjoy doing
1: it's funny because i watch your clips right and i and it's the most natural reaction to certain things because you sit there and you actually laugh at like the most dumbest shit and you tell people like yo what the like what the hell is this like you you have like the most honest reaction to a lot of the stuff that's going on especially when it comes to like the movie trailers or stuff like that and i go i go i said this is what what reality is this is what what real individuals are this this is what you want as reaction videos not this um cut and paste i you know i i want some you know i i I want to make sure this movie goes over you you are hilarious and there's a lot of times that i see you laugh hysterical like yo what the hell what am i watching here kind of things is this something that you feel that you can honestly do like forthcoming like for the next couple of years that you can still do it because like you said podcasting not might not be it but uh uh reaction videos is really big
0: yeah, 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 I, I definitely, because I mean if you look at like the most popular people you know, because some people, you, you know, in this society is like everybody wanted everything to come quick, and some people they either want to be instantly famous or they think about the money that comes with YouTube and we obviously know with all this stuff that's been going on that mm-hmm. the money isn't the same, as you see how it fucked up what culture, mm-hmm. all you guys are you got stupid cats out here you know what I'm saying, who messing it up for everybody else, so I tell people who's trying to do it now, like, look for one thing, be consistent, stick with it, and don't look at it as, you know, that you don't you know, you, you gotta take time and build. Is there know? a big
1: is there is there a big thing out there in, in where you are in St. Louis or so people are out there doing the same thing? Like are they are they trying to like tap into the do you know people that are doing what you're doing out there?
0: Um, uh, not really. You know, some people may ask like, you know, like you know what I'm saying thing like what made you do it, what got you into it, you know, but I don't really know anybody like personally, you know. Who like doing like youtube reaction videos you know the, the, the best thing they doing is like you know the facebook live and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know but ain't really nobody that i personally know doing the uh, youtube thing
1: yeah because like in, in you know out here in new york city it's like everybody's <laughs> trying to chase something that's you know uh, you know my whole my whole aspect out here is doggy dog and uh, you know everybody want to change uh, they want to chase the, the joneses you know when it comes yeah. to podcasting they see they see us, we do a sports podcast. It's like three or four, you know, episodes down the line, somebody else is doing a sports podcast. It's like, where the fuck were you at a year ago? And then somebody will sit there and be like, you guys yeah, are doing wrestling big, a
0: wrestling
1: podcast? It's, it's <laughs> crazy. So that's what I figured out there, in St. Louis, like, people will see, like, the vibe that you're doing. is it, If you could get the same vibe out there.
0: Yeah, like, probably if I like, really looked into it, maybe it's, pro- it's probably people who are doing it, because it's not like, when I look at you know, because obviously, everybody is doing YouTube, but I never really that's something you never really get into, like where people are from, unless mm-hmm. they mention it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, you have no idea where anybody is from.
1: Yeah. Check the demo yeah, yeah. of that to see the, the biorhythm that's happening out there because you, you could actually get St. Louis locked down over you out there and be like, yo, I'm the voice of, of St. Louis and YouTube out here. Come on, man.
0: Let's, let's get it. Let's get it going. Right. And then if I like, you know, broken down even further to, you know, like, you know, I've been living in St. Louis for years, but, you know, originally, you know, I was born and raised in, East St. Louis, so if I broke it down to even that, I'm pretty sure I'm probably one of the few people who probably do it now. It's probably like a bunch of kids, you know, who got it locked on lock. Yeah. I'm not looking at like no kids stuff.
1: Yeah, listen, I, you gotta you gotta you probably have to whore yourself like we do over here. We wear our shirts. We're walking around <laughs> promoting our shit. We come, out, <laughs> we come out here. We have the business cards. We're like, yo, check our shit out. Like we 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 made sure that the business out there is going on. And I was gonna ask you about that. Do you when 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 you're when you're putting your videos out, you got it on YouTube? Do 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 do, do you go out there and you promote? Do you out there like trying to like like share that to everybody else out there? I don't
0: know. Basically, other than like sharing it like online or you know, like I have not really like went went that far with it yet. I have just been pretty much just keeping it strictly, you know, online based. You know, like sharing and stuff like that. Because you know, obviously over time, you know, you get like you know, faithful followers and stuff like that, and then you know, listen, they'll don't, do like the, I tell you right the, like, now, don't don't rely
1: it. on that. I'm telling you right now, early <laughs> spam the fuck out of pages. I go ham on it every week. I go bananas on that shit. I'm on like, I'm on like 75 to maybe 80 pages of wrestling, uh, like 30, 40 for sports. And I, every week when an episode of the TRSS drill goes out and, and turbo goes out, I spam the fuck out of these people. You got, you mm-hmm. gotta promote. You gotta promote. You have to go out there yeah, and do it. Yeah, and I, and you yeah. yeah, that's what I say. You're a good dude. Like I said, you've been a loyal listener. You've been a follower to everybody, and I figured I said, you know, everybody was asking me, "What are you gonna do for a hundred? And I really didn't want to go like do this like, like something big and extravagant. The one thing I wanted to do was I wanted to keep it, I wanted to keep it homegrown, and I want to keep it to 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 individuals who are part of it. And you've been a faithful listener. Like when you listen to TRSS, like what's something that 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 resonates with you when you're listening to it?
0: I mean, it is basically just you no, know, just good entertainment. I mean. The skit, this this the skits is definitely uh, my favorite because it be so over the top, man. I mean, because like I say, like the lady skits used to just have me on the floor, man. Because it's like, oh, she's coming know. back.
1: She just she just she let the let these let these gonna be home probably in the next two weeks. She's getting on um, parole, so she should be she should be coming home soon.
0: Yeah, because it's like we either know a chick like that oh we know somebody who knows a chick like that <laughs> <laughs> you know and even in St. Louis like, it's like that yeah man cause it's just like I was like man yeah, she, she like that'd be like a chick that try to talk to and he's like nah yeah. I, I want no parts so, of it but then again you are kind of scared to say no cause you don't want to get stabbed so <laughs> Yeah, let us see. Like, yeah, like Leti how am I to do, going don't play
1: this. Yeah, Letty had to do a year. She had her third um her uh, third um boosting uh, uh shoplifting uh, arrest, so she had to do a year or so. So, uh, I I I I heard she came home and she dropped that a uh, Christmas album, and then I heard she got caught up again, so It was fucked up, man. That's crazy. Right. <laughs> but also, like, um, there's a thing that happens with uh when 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 I listen to a lot of other podcasts. And I want to know if, if you feel the same way. Do you feel that you, you get a connection with, with these podcasters out there when it comes to, um, the reality realty of them being fake? Like I, I, whenever I listen to podcasts, I always think I, if, the way that I gravitate to those is if I feel that they're being real or they're, they're fake. Do you feel the same way when you listen to podcasts?
0: Yeah. 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 You, you want, you want people that, that's, that's genuine. And obviously you want like a different opinion. And it's like, you know, um, uh, just like, like, what is the vibe out there? You know, cause me, I'm not much of a, like, baseball fan, like, as I used to be. So, you know, hearing you talk about, you know what I'm saying, the Mets and the Yankees and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, they'll get an the idea, like, of what's going on, you know, baseball wise. And it's like, New York is always a, a place that I've always wanted to, like, visit. And then that's one thing I like about, uh, Josie's boy is, like, how he's talking about how everything is in New York and, you know how stuff go down and the gentrification is like that's so just like it's like it's really just speak the entrance
1: have you been to new york
0: no nah, never, never, never been it's just always because i used to always wanted to go to new york just from a a pure hip-hop sense oh know?
1: my god let us know when you're able to make the trip man please we'll, we'll 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 block a weekend just for you and we could go out there and show you the fucking town man it'll be it'll be a, a, a rude awakening of what you would know about new york man it'll be a a, a blessing and a freaking curse as well man
0: you let us know <laughs> yeah because yeah because it's funny because it's like
1: i make sure josie's boy your tour guy
0: <laughs> right because it's like so it's like it's like so many people that i know through like, Twitter and stuff like that, you know, like, you know, it's, it's like a lot of people in New York, you know, and just seeing them going to all the, uh, independent wrestling shows and stuff like that is like, man, it look real live out there. Speaking of wrestling,
1: you, know? you are a, you are a big wrestling fan. You're an older gentleman as myself, and mm-hmm. do you get, like, a, a, a a a flack for being still a, a wrestling fan?
0: Um, I mean, people, it, it'd be some people that'd be like, you still, you still, yeah, you still watch that, or, uh, <laughs> or, or, or like my grandma would be like, yo, you still, you, your love, still the same for wrestling. I'm like, yep, it's still there.
1: What was your it, it, when like, you start being a fan as a, you know as a youngin?
0: Oh yeah, 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 as a kid, you know, uh, watching because I think locally, I think uh, it was wrestling at the Chase back in the day mm. that that came on, and then you know, wrestling was always at the Kill Auditorium in St. Louis, and you know, back then it was like, you know, WW, you know, WWF, NWA, WCW, so that's like, and then when cable, ESPN, you had like AWA, and it was just like you're watching all that crazy stuff. Yeah, what is it? What, like, yeah,
1: what that territory out there when it came to wrestling, especially for um, our 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 demographic, because you you you're only a year younger than me. Um, what was it like? Like, what was it like? Like, what wrestlers came through your time when you when when you were able to see them?
0: Yeah, like like outside, like it's like basically like I wasn't. Um, the only thing we would go to as kids was WWE. It's like we weren't really that's that cuz It's basically like we knew other stuff on TV, but as far as like WWE coming, we don't. We'd be super excited. We'd be like, you know, Grandma, we want to go, we want to go. Mm. And you know, she would she would take us a couple of times. And then you know, as we got older. You know, we still watch it. We turn on USA, you know, you know, watch, watch Monday night wrestling. And then we'll watch the Sunday shows. And then it was a period where it, it was, it was a period like in college where I just wasn't watching it. It wasn't because I fell out of love with it. It was just that, you know, like it was just so much going on. And then one particular, in one particular day, I was flicking through channels and this, this, this is, this is around like 98. So this is when. DX was huge, right? And yeah, and Shawn Michaels and Triple H in China was doing their thing, and I just sat there and watched it. And it was like it was at least probably about like a year and a half or so. So it was like so many people was new, and it was like the Attitude Era, so they was just way over the top. And it was like, man, I missed a whole lot <laughs> since then. And, and since then, I stuck with it. So and, uh, but, go ahead.
1: Well, no, 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 no. I mean, but. It, but i'm that's what i always get about from people everybody remembers the attitude era everybody remembers mm-hmm. that which is not a bad thing because after that whole hokamania ultimate warrior stuff
0: yeah so was yeah like, and it then was like, it was like, 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 yeah. Yeah, it then was like grew, yeah then you start growing up and, and growing it's like yeah you kind of yeah yeah it, you kind of went out of that phase
1: but wcw was around and um they had to end the whole nwo thing and stuff and everybody like they missed that whole different era once you got back into wrestling did you open up to the different eras of wrestling because i see you now like right now you go to you go to independent wrestling shows out in your territory and even like you go to women's matches i see you that you go to you go to to, to the women's yeah
0: because um because it it was like we go me and my boy we would go to all of the like pretty much most of the time even the house shows when WWE would come to st louis then it was like both of us we was kind of feeling a certain kind of way about wwe mm. we would watch on tv but we wouldn't go to like the shows when they would come here so we started going to the ring of honor because that first ring of honor would come every other year
1: right, then, right.
0: They, then they come to collinsville every year and it'd be like we there you know <laughs> we, we we are there you know what i'm saying it's like you know like like and it's funny how you know how y'all was talking about the recent comments for uh Kenny King about Ring of Honor is the number two company. I'm yeah. like you damn right it is. Yeah, you damn right. I'm,
1: not, I'm not even arguing with him with that.
0: Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's number two. I mean, people want to like you know shit on the you know the presentation of it, but it's like hell. It's the damn breeding ground for WWE now. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we would always go to Ring of Honor and then like I said, that's what I was saying earlier about the internet. It opened me up, and it opened my eyes up so much. Because I would see somebody in WWE who was trash, but then on the internet, people would be like, hey, you need to check this person out. It's like, it isn't so much that they trash; It's just the way that WWE is presenting them. So that's when I started getting into the, finding out about all of the other stuff. You know, like, it's like Ring of Honor had just started coming on TV on, I think it was HDNet back then. Yeah. You know, it and, a pain, it and it was like a pain in the ass. Even for us, it's a pain in the ass to find it. And like my boy Donovan, I would have to go over his house to watch it because we didn't get HD net. I mean, because he still stay in our hometown in East St. Louis, mm-hmm. so he had the channel there, but they didn't have it in St. Louis. So the only way I saw Ring of Honor was if I came over there, right? And then once they went to St. Clair, now it was like you know, I mean, it come on at like eleven thirty, you know, Saturday night. You know, but it's like, hey, I can at least watch it every day, now, like every
1: week now. It reminds me so much of when we were in the East Coast and we were um trying to find ECW during our time oh, in the 90s. Yeah, it was such, yeah. it was like when, when in, with us in New York City, we had to find it on a, uh, on a channel. It was like a channel 31 on all cable stations. And even if you didn't have cable, you were able to get it, but it was a weird way you had to get it. It was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever, I don't know if you in St. Louis had gotten, have, has ever seen video music box, which is, uh, the rap station. And we had video music box used to come like, like at 330 every weekday. And then it diminished and you've heard that somewhere it, that's how ECW was. You had to find it somewhere.
0: Yeah. And
1: yep. Ring of Honor has become that. And it sucks because it's now it's, it's this, this is, it's still the same way. And now I'm, I'm, you know, due to, um, you know, means that I find a way to Amazon Fire Stick, so um, <laughs> I can watch um ROH um ROH now. But um, before I go, uh, go into the next thing, let, let everybody know where they could get you again. Yeah, my boy, my boy. I'm mean, gonna tell you, this dude right here. uh whenever he comments, he shares, and he's part of like what we do here at Rageworks I'm I, I it puts a smile on my face because I, I I know that. He's out there doing everything genuine and it's it's pure. And I said, you know what? For episode one hundred, this is a guy I got to put on the show. My man, uh, J. Lewis seventy seven, Javon Lewis. Let him know where he can get you again.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, YouTube channel is JV Lewis. My Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat is JV Lewis seventy seven.
1: So, with um with wrestling, before I go to the back to the sports thing because I get it lost. Uh, what's your thoughts about wrestling right now and in, in in the whole?
0: Um. I, I always like connect like wrestling with hip hop because me, I'm an underground hip hop fan. So I always look at it like. Please, so, more, please tell uh,
1: me you you're a Nelly fan. You're a Nelly fan, right?
0: Oh no, no. I mean, I, I like the thing is like I've never been a fan of his music. Now, what now? What he does is kind of like even though I do not like this dude's music, what he does for the city of St. Louis and yeah, giving back, right? You know what I'm saying? I get that man props. It's like. Yeah, I hate to do music, but the dude, you no know, gives back. So that's what it is. So what are you I was, a hip
1: hop fan of? What is it?
0: I man, I was like, like, like my defeat that I'm listening to now. Like I'm a like huge Sky Zoo fan, mm. Clear Soul Forces. You know, I still listen to like, you know, the roots and the tribes, you know, the Razcast, stuff like that. Well, okay. You know, like, you know, common, you know, it's like, yeah, I just try to I just strictly like keep my stuff underground because it's like outside of Kendrick and J. Cole, they the only dudes who get radio play that's talking about something. Let me it's tell like you something I was else. just
1: watching the hip hop, the hip hop awards on, on BET, and I was sitting there going, Okay, um, I don't think that I should be listening to this anymore. <laughs> I, was like, I can't I can't <laughs> relate to this Migos and all this, oh, this yeah. Cardi B thing. I was like, I I mm. I think I, I I, I think I became my uncles or, or my mom like I, I
0: became I mean older. yeah <laughs> I does yeah. I mean, and, and I mean doesn't it's like Yeah, yeah always tell people I like hip hop is fine but you got to you got to you gotta, you got to find it like like music mainstream wise is 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 bad but hip hop that's what I'm saying that stuff on the radio I do not call that shit hip hop that could be <laughs> rap trap whatever you want to call it but that shit is not hip hop to me like I say, y'all make y'all money, do y'all thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not I'm not i no category hits. with hip-hop. Right. Everybody's looking for the hits.
1: Because yeah, with me, but I mean, like,
0: we we are we are becoming our uncles and parents, because it's like I don't get it. When I watched you know um I mean?
1: when I was watching the BET, the the BET hip hop awards, the only thing I cared about was the ciphers. Because I yeah. that's, well, that's all I cared about. I wanted to hear Dude. the ciphers.
0: Man, you preaching to the choir. I am the same way. <laughs> I only watch it because I'm like, you know, get to the ciphers already. Get to it. <laughs> yeah, because majority of the people on who on the ciphers is the people with the talent. Mm-hmm. And NBT never play their videos and the radio never play their music. So these cats could be out for years. People on the cipher like, yo, this cat cool. Why come I never heard of him? Right. Mm, I wonder why. You know. <laughs> yeah, man, it's all, it's a it's a, it's, a, it's a setup, man. It's like you gotta sneak you know what I'm saying, to get your music played on the radio now, because it's even worse now.
1: So tying into everything that's um, going on with what you just said, even now, and um, you're a guy who's been a big proponent of me and you go back and forth, you and I go back and forth on uh, social media in a positive way with with, with the old um, NFL, the old um, protests and everything. Mm-hmm. Just let so everybody know, like, recently it, there's just, just been like this uproar with, with the whole protests and, and and just the idea that 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 we as a society need to focus on the realness of what the the the, the protest is—that's yeah. us. But uh-huh. what are your thoughts about how, let's say, Jerry Jones was, um, uh, just recently said that it, 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 we we're all going to stand for the. Mm -hmm. and then you know there's other uh uh the nba wants to implement the same thing they're going to stand it's like what's your thoughts about how they're going to put that out there and what do you think that's going to be the response
0: (laughs) man it's like man i had put out what is that i had put out that meme where it was like nba players on twitter and it was like they was having a good time and then it was like nfl players and it was like slaves you know and it's like the nba got so much more power it is like football is they got that they, the, the players are so weak, man, and it's like not because like personality wise, it's just that they handicap. You know, the salaries and the owners got all the control, and it's like we gonna teach you ninjas how to behave. You know what I'm saying? It's like y'all gonna be some good boys. You know, we got all the leverage over y'all. We gonna set y'all straight. You know what I mean? And it's like we can't whip y'all, but we gonna mess with y'all money. And it's it's, it's bullshit, man. And it's like. It, 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 and that's thing, man. And especially even with with friends, man. It's like you really seeing people who they really are with stuff like this, man. I'm talking about people you've been friends with for years on social media, whatever. And you like, damn, you really think like this?
1: Oh, oh you see me? Think. Oh, you have me on. You have me as a friend on there. And I have um, yeah, I have I have even my Latinos who sat there and voted for Trump. And my people yeah. right now in Puerto Rico are suffering yeah my man's shooting, like, my man's shooting uh, uh uh paper towels as jump shots to my people's and i was even yeah. mad I, I swear i wish i was in that crowd because i would have grabbed that yeah. shit
0: and <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's like it's like y'all y'all didn't y'all didn't see this it's like y'all could have seen like through this campaign you know what i'm saying to like you didn't see you didn't see the signs yeah. i mean we knew we knew it was gonna be something but it's but it's crazy man and it's like yeah, that yeah, that's why it was funny when I saw you was talking about like, you know what I'm saying, the Coon Latinos, and it was like, dude, because you know, man, there's some black people out here sure. showing, man, <laughs> ass. And I It is like laugh dude. at it cause it's just painful, man. It's painful. yeah, cause it's like, I mean, and it's like it's like air it's almost like it's like it's like it's like this been starting like a, for a couple of years ago, man. It's like you, you know, it always been the people out there, but it's like it's like Cash trying to get that number one spot like crazy. It's like somebody'll say something stupid or crazy here and got the spot, and somebody be like, oh no, I gotta get my spot back. Mm. And it just seemed like more and more. And it's like I'm talking about it's crazy because it's like, you know, Raven Simone and Stacey Dash and then you no know, Lil Wayne and then Cam Newton flip flopping and you know, then they get that then they get that reminder, you know, like Do you, you think know, that, you that do you
1: think that? Um, it was like this before the administration, or once the administration happened. This is I mean, I mean, it's light.
0: like uh, it's uh, um maybe or maybe be, uh maybe
2: well, before it's, the it's, administration, it's, it's, it was it's, under it's the It's wraps. hard
0: to say. I mean, I mean, oh, without a shadow of a doubt, he like he 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 didn't even he didn't like he said we gonna do this, but just him talking crazy and just bold, he didn't gave everybody confidence, right? He didn't gave everybody that was hide in the closet, the dudes that would be on Twitter that would have eggs as they avvies, Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they have about three friends whatever. These motherfuckers got their pictures now. They got their names. They are bold. I'm like, there's so many videos of just black, Hispanic, women, whatever. I'm talking about, and you can tell these people don't know what to do because they never dealt with stuff like this. Talking about just being cussed out, being harassed, I mean, you got enough stuff with the police, but these just people—you doing your everyday thing, and it's like, what the hell? You know what I mean? And it's like, I mean, we can all say what we would do until you in that situation, but it's like, man, y'all just ain't ran up on the wrong person yet. Yeah. It's, it's, and then it's, it's really gonna be something then, but it's, it's 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 just like it's almost like people trying to get their place. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these celebrities. You know what I mean? You know, just. Coming out the blue, just either uh, offending Trump or saying something against you know what everybody else. It is like, dude, how can you say this and then you get around your family? What do your family think when they see you saying this stuff? Because it's you. like, oh, yeah, yeah, look at you. Yeah. You sit here talking yeah. about you.
1: You you couldn't do podcasting because you would do something else, and you are opening on with your platform. Look at you.
0: I'm, pro- yeah. I'm so
1: proud of you. <laughs> you know what? I just mean, I just thought, I, mean, I just, thought, I just thought about something right now. Uh huh. I'm gonna come. I I got your number now. I'm a, I'm I'm gonna find a way. I'm gonna get you with uh T R S S having their uh their 100 episode being done right now. And I said I'm gonna make changes in here. Uh, uh-huh. if you want to, I could bring you in once a month and you have your one seg your segment. Maybe twice a month, have your one segment. And you can help me out here if you want to do that.
0: Okay, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. You want to do that? Yeah, we'll,
1: yeah. We'll, we'll come up with a segment. It could be. It could be. uh uh jiving with jay lewis or some shit like that. <laughs> That's sounded, that sounded so black. That was horrible.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, we'll we'll come up we'll we'll come up with something. But if you want
1: to do it, we can do it, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Listen, let work. everybody know where they can
1: get you at because I gotta close this out, but I'm gonna tell you Thank you for being a loyal supporter, man. Yo, you, you, you're a dude. I don't even catch. I, I don't even never say fans. I always say a listener, and you're one of my biggest listeners, if not the biggest listener. And I'm, I'm grateful for 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 you being a part of the show. And I'm and I'm happy that you 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 came on this episode this the for this time and and hopefully in the future. Let, let everybody know we can get you again, man.
0: Yeah, man. You can get me on my YouTube at Jv Lewis, and then my Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat is Jv Lewis seventy seven.
1: I'll get you a uh, uh, definitely, definitely, I'm going to bring you back, man, because you, you, like I said, you sat there and you said, um, oh, I don't even want to do podcast. No, nah, you, you're good at podcasting. You're good. You're good. Thank you again, sir. All
0: right, man. No problem, man. It's all good.
1: All right, man. Uh, much love to you. All right, man. Take it easy. When we come back, we got more in store. I got to tell you, it's been a blessing to have the longevity that we have with the regular season sportscast com man it, it's been it's it's been a great thing and when you got listeners just as j lewis 77 it goes to show that you do this for a reason and there's people out there that want to listen to you and i want to give other people opportunities to share their knowledge their experience and their 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 gumption to the world so this is why we're here when we come back we got tons 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 more in store Got people coming in to sit down and talk with us, celebrate, and uh, share the, the show that is TRSS. Episode 100, guys, when we come back, don't go anywhere. We got more to come. Stick. Hey, Jay Santy, It's me, Holmuck Mike, and I just wanted to say congratulations on reaching 100 episodes of TRSS. I just want to say thank you for everything that you've done for me. I, I was happy to be on all the episodes that I was on, and hopefully I'll be back on Zoom. Congratulations, buddy! You you earned it, man. We're talking sports and shit. So opening up, talking sports and shit. Like I tell you, I got ju- I got just Daniel in the building as well as uh Joey Sykes, the the, the man the man with the voice, the, the living <laughs> legend. Uh, opening up this week. They were, speaking of some 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 uh, controversial shit this week, it seems as though. Uh, jeremy Lynn's hairdo is not getting over by certain people <laughs> the, Lin, the Lin do. you know it's crazy Do you you guys play video games uh i used to yes the, i used to be. Madden you play madden basketball yeah. sure uh, look at look at look at look at the smile on your face when you say that really <laughs> you, 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 how old are you uh, 31.
3: oh you're you're you whenever full, i get a chance
1: you're you a, youth, a youthful looking if 31. i'm still
3: up at 10 pm during a weekday yeah. I'll play a playstation game uh you have yeah you have a kid right I have two.
1: Oh, you have two kids? That I know of. Oh, right. Oh. About, that's what you're claiming on taxes this year? That's what we're claiming on taxes. <laughs> okay. Oh, so a woman asked me, she goes, I, she goes, um, she goes, do you use condoms? I was like, why? <laughs> I'm 41. I only have one no, kid. No, 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 no. My pullout game is real. <laughs>
3: Haven't used those since high school. That's,
1: you've been with your woman for that long, huh? Yes.
3: That's nice. Look at the smile been, on your face. I've you look with, happy. I've been with her since junior high school. You, 17 better, years. you
1: better be, you better say that with pride because yeah, honey definitely. gonna be listening to this episode and be like we might You might have you. to edit out the kid joke. Why? <laughs> oh, edit. Who does that here? Shit. So uh we where we grew up, you grew you are a Brooklyn kid, right? Yes, our cultures has always been blended in with everything. Like, of course, we 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 come from the multifaceted, to from you know, African American, Hispanic, Asians, whatever, and it wasn't a, an issue to see cross cultures mix in. Like, I've hung out with Chinese kids. He'd be like, "Yo, what up, son? You good?" And I'm like yeah my name what's up <laughs> like i've been there i've seen it and i've seen you know african-americans you know, so, well i'm going to juilliard today and uh, i'm going to study the arts so i'm going to be working <laughs> on my linguistics of uh, the verbal, verbal vernacular language and i'm this like son what's up with you b why are you talking like that shut the fuck up this is true so this past week um jeremy lynn came out and apparently he has dreadlocks and i mentioned video games because they were quick on it and um, nba 2k18 he has dreadlocks in the game Yes, he does. <laughs> he has fucking dreadlocks in the game. His dreadlocks
3: rating is actually higher than his game. rating. His game
1: rating. <laughs> fuck. And you know what it is? Is and in two K? I have um. I'm playing uh, my league, so I, I I brought in two expansion teams. I brought one into Jersey, and I brought back the Seattle Sonics. Oh, you go hard in 2K. Oh, I go crazy with it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't fuck around. Like, uh, and then the shit. The shit with it is that I I skip a year. I don't play every year. I actually buy two K for my boy. I buy it for him because I don't even fucking play it. But this year, since I have the switch, I was like, "Let me get up on it." And now, oh, this, this is crazy! I go in, so I drafted uh, for my expansion draft, I drafted Jeremy Lin, and um, he's not that bad. <laughs> he That's has like pretty a, good. he has like a seventy seven overall rating. But like you said, the Dreads are like eighty nine. So it's like, <laughs> it's like so it, it, it kind of balances itself. His Dreads up. look better than Damari Carroll's. I'm just, for real though. For real? I don't even know what the fuck he got. I thought DeMar Carroll had just put a mop on there and said, fuck it, I'm going out like this. <laughs> so apparently Kenya Martin was not a fan of uh, Jeremy Lin's, uh, his do, if you may say. And uh, to be honest, it don't look that bad. It actually looks pretty good. Shit, I wish I could grow my hair well, like that. Speaking
3: of people overly sensitive, did anyone rip Jeremy Lin for having a straight-up rock band Mohawk last year? No.
1: Hello. Nobody. Nobody. Nope. Did anybody say anything about his... um? His uh Dragon Ball Z inspired. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's Chinese, right? Isn't Dragon Ball Z like Japanese or some shit like that? Correct. Like, nothing. Like, nothing hurt. It's all Asian new no money, <laughs> So um the kid the 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 comment made by Kenya Martin was do I need to remind this damn boy his last name is Lin? You know how many black people I know that have the last name Lin? Where you work at, you've probably seen people with odd names and it's like Ridiculousness. And it's like chow and a black person comes up and it's like Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, come on, man. Let's stop it. These these people, there's no way possible he could have made it on one of these teams with that bullshit on his head. Wow. <laughs> Strong words. I mean, Kenyon, really? Is, is it really that serious? Or was he just, well, Kenny is most damning anywhere. thing.
3: The most damning thing he says is, come on, man. Somebody really need to tell him, like, all right, bro, we get it. You want to be black, like, we get it. But the last name is Lynn. all right? Like Kenyon. Kenyan, please. Your name please. is Kenyon. We all know Jeremy Lin most likely grew up in a black culture. He plays basketball. Okay? He has a sick handle. He's yeah. not in a casino playing back around. Exactly he right. He plays basketball. Yeah. And
1: he's pretty good at it. It's not he's not playing he's not sitting there playing fucking mahjong. I mean let's 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 look at it real. He probably listens to more trap music than fucking Kenya Mart. Yeah.
3: But don't you love the 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 Lynn response though? Yeah. And Lin- this is another reason why if a dude goes to Harvard or any Ivy League school, you might not want to get into an argument with him. Yeah. Chances are he's pretty smart.
1: Basically his retort was, It's all good, you don't have to like my hair and you're entitled to your opinion. Actually, I legit grateful you sharing it to be honest. At the end of the day, I appreciate that I have dreads and you have Chinese tattoos, because I I think that's a sign of respect. (laughs) (laughs) And I think as minorities, the more we appreciate each other, each other's cultures, the more influence on the mainstream society. Thanks for everything you did for the Nets and Hoops. Had your poster up on my wall growing up, <laughs> basically
3: so I, saying I, kinda, you're I'm, an old bastard. <laughs> I'm confused. Did he insult him or did he thank him?
1: Yeah, no, basically saying you're an old fuck. <laughs> he just told him. I had, the stinger I is:
3: my... I love my dreads like you love your Chinese art tattoo on your neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that was, that was yikers. But you know what's funny is that this is the the nonsense that we see from people each day. It's like it's so so petty and so. Nonsensical. But, but you know what? Everybody can't be a genius. We got to have idiots in the world. I mean, this see.
3: is stuff you say to your friends like, man, why is she trying to be white? Or man, why is she trying to be black? But Kenyon Martin's got to know better. I don't think I've ever said that about anybody. I don't think that's ever come out of my mouth. I've heard in the conversation. It's yeah. personally not my style. I yeah, could yeah, care I, less. Yeah,
1: I could care less. You know? Uh, okay. I
3: was raised in...
1: I usually know, know. say, why can't you give me the money you have? Because you have seven figures. That's it. Salary. That's what why it's I about. Why can't yeah. you share that? I don't care about what the fuck and like, all that shit. Ugh. Except for, um, uh, what's her name? Ariana Grande. I can't stand her singing. Ugh. I must break you. Uh, this was going to be our this week's rant, but I figured that we'd go and use it this way because we have an uh, avenue to talk about it here as well. Uh, the NCAA has real tight stipulations on the way that student-athletes are generating monies. It seems as though that the NCAA is not shining well on individuals who are using YouTube to... um Generate some type of income. All right, here's the two the two sides of the spectrum of this. Number one, one aspect is uh, okay. You're a student athlete, aptly named student first. It's all about going to school. You're yeah, getting right. a scholarship, right? Sure, right, right. I, I know this is, that's what the cynicism is, at, right? The the, the 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 way that they have to fucking underline it. You're getting your 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 payment is your scholarship. That's what that's what they're saying. And uh, secondly, because, you know, coaches aren't making multi-million dollars off these fucking kids. Universities aren't making multi-million dollars off of this. Boosters are not helping this thing out. You're a student athlete. Secondly, we're looking at certain schools where you get a big name school like Alabama or Miami or uh, Michigan where their athletes are probably taking care of more than a Toledo or an Akron. Absolutely. So... These schools, these students may need some outside funding, and and especially in different areas.
3: Just like athletes, colleges are not built the same. Big-name colleges, like you mentioned, the Alabamas, the Michigans, the Floridas, they have money. They have revenue hand over fist, multi-millions of dollars coming in yearly off of these players. Now, interestingly, even if you're not even in college yet, if you have just been recruited... Any college-bound student-athlete can only receive money from a business and or a company if their participation is not tied to their athletic ability. So they can go on YouTube and have their own page. However, you cannot be associated with your college that you've signed to or that you're going to. So right. there's a loophole. There's a gray area there for players to make money. But in reality, who's going to go on a player's page because they're not from Duke yeah. or whatever the K- may be?
1: You had two individuals. There was a, there was a young man from um, the, the college escapes. me. where he's the he's the kicker. He's the punter, and he was doing motivational videos. That's all it was. It had nothing to do with the school or its sport. Look at that. But people followed him because of where he was, what school he was part of. He had another kid who was a college. He was he was in college for 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 running. He was a, he was a, he was a marathon runner, and he was there promoting his um, it's a it's a drink. It's a it's an energy drink that they that that they came up with him and his uh, his buddies, and he got thrown off because of the school he was tied to. Now uh, the young man who's a football player, he now he had to sit out the season. Uh, he's thinking about coming back because right now what he's doing, he's he's generating money so that he'd be able to play you know somewhere else next year, and he has you know something to tie him over. He's going to be allowed to come back and well play in another school. And the young man who's the runner. He just basically uh, cut out anything that had any ties to the school and just now is piggybacking off of that. Now, you mentioned that loophole. Um, do you think we're going to see an afflux of, of student-athletes beginning to say, you know what, since I could probably expose this, let me find a way that I could do it. Do you, do you think that we're gonna I'm see so torn.
3: Like- I'm so torn on this pay-for-play issue with the NCAA. There's so many pros and cons that you can see both ways. Um, if you pay college football and basketball athletes who are generating the revenue, why not volleyball players? Why not LaCrosse right. players? So they're gonna have an issue with that. It's it's a very difficult situation, but I do know the NCAA has been a sleazy organization for mm-hmm. years. They they've mm-hmm. been paying players for years. This NFL this um FBI probe is gonna leak more and more information. Now you have big time sports like adidas and nike being uncovered generating funneling thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars to players so there's so many avenues you can go here and i'm i really don't know if it's the right thing to pay the players or to not pay the players but i do know that they are making money hand over fist well the
1: problem with trying to play um players uh or giving monies because there was some type of way in which uh, universities were trying to you know players were trying to unify some way uh the, the 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 athletes on you know, trying to generate some type of stipend or something. But the problem is with that is that um volleyball players might not be able to get the same money like football players get. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be a weird thing where you're not gonna sit there and say like down the line that um everybody's gonna be equal.
3: And college players can get paid. They can get paid for compensation on their meals and their travel expenses. Right. If it's in relation to a school or business business activity. But nothing more than that. Nothing to exceed that. I also said that um what
1: what's a problem for me is the um the one ticket ride, though you the one and done's that, that go on, that annoys me. That really does annoy me because you're actually taking a scholarship away from somebody Correct. who deserves the free ride for the four years yes that person shouldn't have to you know sit out and you know wait till somebody else is done uh i think if somebody's ready and they'll say nba wise let them go let them go let them go. let them try it. Let i'm
3: i i'm of a the strong belief that if you enroll in college you should make a two-year commitment at the very least to attain your associate's degree right this is america when a person turns 18 years old they can go into the military they can start their own business mm-hmm. they can apply for a job why can't they apply for the nba why can't they work for the nba nfl i i understand the nfl that you have to come out at 21 years old and a junior because you're going to get these kids hurt they're right, not right. physically ready to be a part of the nfl i understand that but the nba yeah We've seen countless... You've seen LeBron go into the league. You've seen Kevin Garnett go into the league. If they got to sit on the bench for a year, why not? Because they're just going to go to school for one year. They're going to be funneled money. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have the same situation happen over and over again.
1: This is only because... I, and, I, and I always felt that... Um, I always felt because universities want that player for at least one year to generate money. Of course, You get a Lance Stevenson to come to to Cincinnati... You get him for that one year. You get Alonzo a Ball to do UCLA for that one year. You get to generate that money. You know He'll come in and fill the seats up for you guys. Which, by the way, if you go to co- you ever been to a college game? Never. It's probably the most exciting fucking games you could I ever be a part. That. I went years ago. I was dating a girl in Syracuse. This was in the in early 2000s. Really? Yeah, early 2000s. I was dating her a girl in Syracuse, and I went up one year to watch um, to go see her, and she bought tickets to a Central Michigan-Syracuse game. And um, it was fucking bananas, and I was so pissed because the following week they were playing Michigan, and that's my team. And I was like, "Oh fuck, I should have came to follow." The, following the week. atmosphere <laughs> is a lot more exciting yeah. in the, in college. Yeah. yeah, no, it is insane. Like, and it's so everything is like you're superstars. Everybody like you're a freaking superstar. Like everybody wants to be next to you, and, and the, the excitement and all this stuff. The the, the 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 star of that team from that year, I remember him clearly. It was this kid named Spotwood? He was their wide receiver, and. And people were holding pictures of him. They were walking down the street. You have to see a college town when they go when it's game day. The whole neighborhoods to go whatever it is. Like Syracuse went orange for that whole fucking day. And we're not used to that
3: no, in New York. We're a no. big market. We're pro yeah. teams. But you go to rural Indiana, you go to Alabama, you go down south, you go even up to say mm-hmm. where you went to Syracuse, college sports is where it is at.
1: This is what I say about a lot of the even though the, the 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 market teams like Oklahoma City, you see freaking the thunder fans they wear their you know their colors they're freaking everybody in the crowds is wearing freaking uh the the you know, and if you go to um even uh what, what's another small town freaking uh, NBA nba where everybody participates and they're all freaking waving their team towels yeah, you go to fucking new york everybody thinks they're in the garden at the club everybody's at the club at the garden we don't have that atmosphere but like i said when you're in the college area you feel it and Guys, like you said, should be able. They sh- they should embrace that. They should be able to appreciate that, uh, the education and stuff. But if you're ready to go, go. Just just take it. And I think this is going to lead up to the next sec, the next part of the, the uh, talking sports shits, which is we need to start looking at the fact that we need- people need to stop micromanaging the monies and just start getting ready, getting these kids ready for the bigger picture. And I think this is what leads to my guy. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. Levar Ball has said that. um, He's pulled his son out of school. Uh, uh, Lamelo is not going to be attending high school anymore. Seems as though he's going to spend most of his time training his kid. I heard about this. Yeah, and a lot of people are bashing him for this. A lot of people saying that you know, there's some articles that saying now he's coming out as the worst parent of them all. I don't think so. I kind of like Lavar Ball.
3: I kind of like what he's doing with his kids. He's mm-hmm. taking control over their future and their destiny. They're my sons. I'm going to raise them the way I raised them. Just like Michael Jackson's father, even though he beat the shit out of them a right. couple of times. But they're successful now. Um, first things first, LaMelo is not Lonzo. Mm-hmm. Lonzo is going to be a star in this league. He's going to win Rookie of the Year, and this guy's going to be the next Jason Kidd. Mm-hmm. Trust me. LaMelo is not this guy. LaMelo shoots too much. Lamelo has no—he has some athleticism, and he doesn't have the court vision. He wants to shoot too much, and he plays no defense. Mm. Lamelo is not going to be Lonzo. Lonzo is great. Right. Lamelo can get there because of the hype train, right. but I don't think he's going to be as successful. And I think his father recognizes that. And I think in these critical years of a young man's life, sixteen to eighteen, he wants to take control and make his son focus a hundred percent on basketball. Because his father knows what's at stake, his name, his brand. This is going to be the new Kardashians. Right. You see did, their show. How
1: old is he? He's sixteen. Sixteen. 16. 15. So you put him out of school. He's going to homeschool him. <laughs> now, here, now, here, now, here's, now, here's the thing about this. Oh. I, all right. Like I said, I, I I think he's an arrogant prick. Fine, but you have it, it's right. I think what he's doing is a practical and genuine thing f- as a father, as a parent to do. Um, is he going about? How he goes about it Very brash Sure Is he very loud Of course But the big thing That nobody's even <clears throat> Fails to mention Is that There's not a lot of Positive minority Role models When it comes to parenting We're all known Especially when the Father figures They were a minority You know They leave the house They, 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 they leave their children To survive. side We don't see A lot of positive Minorities In our In industry And now we're bashing One who's trying to Take too much Who's right. trying to be In his son's life Too much Right And um, I'm really thinking That um he realized that he kind of fucked up with getting LaMelo, putting him on that shoe deal. So now the NCAA is going to be monitoring that shit. He can't get no funds. So he's going to take his kid and take him overseas. That's going to be the problem because he's going to be 17, 18 years old. He's going to be playing in a foreign country. Hopefully he's going to probably find him something to where he might be able to learn. Like He's going to probably teach him like fucking Rosetto Stone. Some shit learn Spanish and play for yes. some fucking like Spanish team out there. <laughs> Cause he ain't going to play for no Chinese league. He ain't Stephon Marbury. Well, he, he
3: came out and said already that he still wants his son to go to UCLA. He's still holding true to the commitment. right? So I'm not sure how that's going to
1: work exactly. And then the other thing is that um, he knows that... Fucking more guts, He already knows that, to be honest, high schools, especially where they're at, it's not... The move. It's not where you're going to get really scouted because he doesn't need the scouting. It's already known. He's in the media. It's out there. Yeah. And plus, the AAUs that he's, that the, the tournaments is, and that's the ones that's getting the freaking looks. That's where the scouts are at. That's where they're watching him. They're not watching him at high school games. And he's already committed to UCLA. Yeah. So he's not, they're not caring for that. It's not, it's, it's not nothing about that. He's, oh, I'm going to keep him home and, and, and so. I think, honestly, it's, it's either that, either taking him overseas or the fact that, um, he might not be doing well in school either. He needs some training. He yeah. need,
3: he has a shot at the NBA. He needs some training. The last game he played in AAU, he scored 50 points. Do you know how many shots he took in that game? 57. He put on a Kobe <laughs> in his last game performance <laughs> to drop 50. So he needs some home training.
1: I hated the <laughs> fact when they pulled and they um when they posted when he put what was it, like 80 something points on the team. Yeah. And it was like you played against a team that wasn't even playing any defense, and he was basket hanging most of the freaking game. Yeah, he got ripped
3: by his father in that game for not playing defense. Yeah. So, listen, you can't argue with success. And right now, Laval Ball's got one kid in the NBA who looks very good, and one kid in UCLA, and another one on its way. So, La, La Angelo,
1: who's gonna? Are people gonna he, remember he, him?
3: No, <laughs> no,
1: probably not. People are gonna remember La. But hopefully, Angelo.
3: he he gets a degree from UCLA.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's the one that's gonna listen. I'm just gonna stick around. I'm just, I ain't got nothing else better to do. Fuck it. He
3: can be like that guy in Empire, the the brother in Empire, who has a degree and the smart one. <laughs>
1: who takes bipolar pills. This
2: is Sparta.
1: MLB playoffs, man. Yo, we're we're in the thick of it now. That's it. Um Yankees blew one last night, huh? Oh well. As of as of this recording, uh, the Yankees will probably blow another game. Okay. <laughs> Because <laughs> this comes out during the week, okay. uh, but you mentioned game two. You can you can talk about game two. Uh, that, that was um, oh such a heartbreaker, huh? I they, can't they stand kn- the fucking Yankees. They, Fuck them. They,
3: they knocked Cleveland's <laughs> best pitcher out of the game mm-hmm. in the third inning, mm-hmm. and they proceed to have their mighty bullpen blow it.
1: Exactly. I was funny because I was I was in I was in the cab and uh, we was on our way to to um, sing karaoke, but. The, Long story, never. It didn't get to happen. Harry. Anyway. fucking bastards. So it was so many people in the freaking karaoke bar last night. You went to the karaoke bar. Yeah, I went to karaoke bar. Did you night. sing? I didn't get to sing last night because what it was, song would you sing? I was going to sing. I would have did Jodeci stay.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Uh, that's my shit. That that's 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 the that's what bring the women. We like, got to get that on tape. I, I, I've done it numerous times. I don't care. Like me, <laughs> hey, here's a shocker. I actually can. I can hold a I can hold a tune. I actually can. You can do a lot of things. I'm trying. <laughs> I, I'm trying. I'm I'm trying to be um, a very um multifaceted here. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> do But yo, we we were gonna go, and so we were in the cab going, and the score was eight to three. So I said, oh, uh, let me get an update. And I looked; it was like eight eight. I said, wait a minute, what the fuck happened here? They Holy it. shit! Then when we were at the the karaoke bar, there was um they had the big screen tv and the game was there and i was just sitting there going oh they're gonna blow this they are so gonna blow this they sure did blow it i always said though that joe girardi is the luckiest fucking manager in sports i can't stand him he can't i don't think he can manage for shit i think he just throws ideas at a dartboard and hopes that he fucking lands on something right as
3: a mets fan who's seen teams (laughs) mismanage left and right girardi is not too bad he's not the greatest manager is that all the Yankee fans are spoiled, and they want to compare him to Joe Torre, mm-hmm. who had arguably the greatest roster of all time, a Derek Jeter who never gave you any problems, Andy Pettit, right. Mariano Rivera. So let's give Girardi a pass. He's into sabermetrics, he's into numbers, and he plays the numbers. Is he, is he quick with the trigger with his bullpen? Sometimes, yes. But, you know, he's got
1: a ring to boot. Yeah, whatever. Fuck him. <laughs> but I, 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 like, I like how the uh, Cleveland's playing meaning um they had a they had a really nice run going on to get them prep whereas when uh the Dodgers who was everybody who had the clean cut they went on a slump during the same time my thought aspect was that was that um managing wise I thought it was kind of a uh I looked at it as a smart move because you were you already knew that you had to run away so mm-hmm. you could pretty much rest a lot of guys and um they 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 rested a lot because they lost a lot of they games. They
3: rested a lot. <laughs> they lost a lot of games down the stretch. But in sports, you got to be very careful. If mm-hmm. you're on a hot streak, you don't want to mess with that hot streak. Right. You know, baseball players
1: wear the same socks two weeks in a row. If yeah, they same socks, same jock. They put oatmeal in their hair because they, if it was good
3: luck. That so. 23-game win streak that the Indians had, yeah. there was a lot of funk in that locker
1: <laughs> <laughs> So with the playoffs coming up, with the playoffs developing and um, – like you said of uh, stinky locker rooms people <laughs> people are putting whatever fucking good luck charms down their pants to help uh who do you see in the uh in the NL championship NL championship um got to go with the Dodgers their payroll
3: is ridiculous they should be there but i can see Washington yeah. i can see Washington
1: they have a lot of players if dusty baker doesn't blow it then they'll be all right uh i i really i i do want to see the 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 Dodgers take the NL i want to see it happen for them but um I don't know i i i don't i I kinda want the cubs to do it again i, I do want to see that happen again.
3: That would be amazing that yeah championship in hundred and eight years able then to back do back to it to back, back
1: to back i want to see it happen that'll be amazing. Who do you have for the a l you gotta go with Terry
3: Francona and the Indians. They're the best team in the league right now they he's the one of the best managers in baseball, and i i felt i love to see the Cubs win, but I felt so bad for the Indians right. they were up three one they should have had it. And um, you know, I feel for them. You know, they also blew a game seven against the Marlins. Right. Uh,
1: more than a decade. Yeah, they got a decade. So ago, yeah,
3: they do. They do too.
1: I was gonna say, I I, I was going to say Cleveland because I want to see them happen. I want to see it happen for them as well. But I gotta like, yo, I like Astros, man. Like, yo, that kid Altuve. Don't you love beast. Altuve? Five yeah. seven, three home <laughs> runs in game one. Those home runs were so like textbook. Like, you you seen, like, it looked like little league swings, but they yeah. were bombs. Like, it was just like. I'm
3: definitely rooting for the Astros, but I, I do think that Cleveland's roster is, you know, superior.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it, it's, I think this is a time of year where I, t- I always tell people, um, uh, attendance is up, revenue is up with the MLB, and especially now with how the, um, the, the teams that are involved in the playoffs now, it, it, it's gonna, it, you're going to see a lot of more of a viewership go up for it. Uh, this is where everybody starts the, the bagging down and looking at uh, the MLB. So it's going to be exciting. I'm excited for the rest of the playoffs. When we come back, we're going to have, uh, we'll have you come back and do more MLB talk for that. That right.
3: doesn't make sense. 60% of the time, it works every time.
1: Well, you, you, you got go. yes. to go. Yes. You have to go. Yes, I have. In the middle of a damn show. See, this is what this this is the problem. This is what the this is the problem consistency, sir. You need to you need to structure yourself. Aren't you a manager at work somewhere? Like I'm 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 being pulled out by Girardi. (laughs) Aren't you a manager? Yes. This is ridiculous. You know what? Then I'll just end up doing this week's uh, Talking Sports and Shit by myself. That's fine. I don't need you anymore. Everybody who sits in that chair leaves me. I don't know what the fuck happens with these people. I will consistently be here. Fucking bastards. You people. Is it me? I'm starting to think it's me. I think i do it. But thank you for stopping by. Just Daniel just came in. We also had Joey Sykes here sitting there. Uh, Guys, I will tell you the of social media, but you don't have one. I don't, but I will this week <laughs> you didn't start doing it. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of angry relatives out there. <laughs> Daniel will be coming back soon More and uh, more, more, more uh, of him and Joey Sykes for TRSS, 100 episodes man 100. Congratulations. Congratulations Thank you man, uh, I, I, just when I thought I was going to quit after 8, I just kept going um you got to keep I calling. have a lot of psychological issues. That's why I work where I work at. I get the medications really easily. Nice. So that- <laughs>
3: that's why your viewership is up cuz people have psychological issues. Exactly. Definitely. So don't worry about
1: yeah. it. But thanks for guys for stopping in. No um problem. hopefully thanks get you guys problems. in really really soon. Thank you. And uh I'm going to just do a sound effect that sounds like I'm spinning back something and then I'll just continue on. So wait for that sound effect guys. Ooh. So I'm basically going to give you guys a quick synopsis of NFL's review and preview because we ran a little bit long this week, being at the 100th episode. But just a quick rundown of uh, what went down. Uh, the Thursday night game, you had the Patriots who squeaked by the Buccaneers. It was a bad, bad day for uh, for kicking that night, let's just say. The Buccaneers had that game in hand, but uh, I think everybody was at uh, Nick Foles' uh they were going at his neck when they went back into that that locker room. Uh the Giants pretty much lost their pretty much their receiving core on Sunday. ridiculous. Everybody went down. Odell Beckham's out for the year. Um Brandon Marshall went down, uh, Dwayne Harris it, it it just looked like a uh, it's like a mobile a mobile hospital over there at a at MetLife Stadium. Uh the Jets were able to squeak by the Browns and we had Know a big play by by uh, by the Panthers and and their man Cam Newton, who had a rough week the week before, came back and was able to uh, bounce back after all the controversy went down over there. Also, we had uh, the Packers who came down and was able to take out the Cowboys in uh, late game fashion. Aaron Rodgers is showing that he is the goat of this game, and we also have Chiefs are still rolling. They're five and zero at right now. On um, uh, it's it's a and it's, it's 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 remarkable what they're doing over there. Alex Smith is going for his bread. He's not really like he's he know what it is. He knows by next year he's out of this. So he's going he's going to make sure he's going to get some land somewhere to get that money. And Monday night game was it's funny cuz I was I was watching the Monday night game off and on and it almost seemed like nobody was in that that, that stadium. It, it almost seemed like Chicago barely had anybody there. But the Vikings were able to to sneak past although uh uh, Trubisky actually looked pretty good, you know, although he had like two costly turnovers, but he 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 looked decent, so that's not, that's not a bad look for him. So because last week we did best of TRSS, we weren't able to share our picks for the NFL week, but I got to tell you right now, we did them anyway, and uh, the standings are still the same as before. You have Matt, who's taking the lead. He's at 50 and 27 for the year. Celeste is in second place, right behind him with 49 and 28, and... I, the host of his show, who's supposed to be the uh, man who knows many things, is, um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm trailing far behind. I'm 43 and 34. So let me just give you guys this week's picks so that we can roll up out of here. All righty. So for Thursday's game, we have the Eagles against the Panthers. Myself and Matt, we took the Eagles, and Celeste went and took the Panthers. On Sunday's 1 o'clock game, we had the Bears versus the Ravens. And all three of us aboard board, we chose the Ravens. The next 1 o'clock, we have the Packers versus the Vikings. And Matt and I took the Packers. I looking strong, but Anaselli went out the window, and she went with the Vikings. Hopefully, uh, Case Keenum could actually keep them in that game. We have the 49ers versus the Redskins. All three of us, across the board took the Redskins. We had the Lions and the Saints. I went out the window and and chose the Lions, whereas Celeste and Matt took the Saints. We have the Dolphins versus the Falcons. Celeste went and chose the Dolphins, where Matt and myself had the Falcons. All three of us across the board took the Texans over the Browns. Although, for some reason, I did want to take the Browns for that game. I don't know why. Uh, All three of us across the board are taking the Patriots over the Jets. We also took across the board the Buccaneers over the Cardinals. As for the Rams and Jaguars game, we had uh, Celeste and Matt who took the Rams where I went and took the Jaguars. I think their defense is actually pretty good this year. Uh, The Raiders versus the Chargers. Matt and I took the Raiders where Celeste, she chose the Chargers. And uh, it's funny because they just moved uh, Derek Carr from out to questionable. So let's see how that looks. You have the Chiefs versus the Steelers. Celeste chose the Steelers where the Chiefs are big favorites between myself and matt across the board we took the broncos over the giants it's probably the first time this season i'm not choosing the giants and it's looking very very bad in new york and finally we have the colts versus the titans and all across the board all three of us chose the titans so that's our picks for this week All right, guys. Once again, I want to thank you guys for being a part of episode 100 of the regular season sportscast. It's been a pleasure, an honor, and a privilege to put 100 episodes in the book. I could thank so many people. I could thank everybody who's been a part of it. I've done it probably already and three times over. But once again, you guys have been um awesome awesome listening audience and thanks again for your participation and being able to share on our social media outlets our liking group page on facebook the regular season sports cast on instagram at regular season sports on twitter rwj santi and on youtube at the regular season sports cast guys it's been a, it's been a great run and i'm hope hoping hoping for 100 more episodes to come all right guys i gotta get out of here i'm um, i'm already over hopefully we we'll do do the editing i can get this down to two minutes i mean excuse me two hours two minutes would be crazy right um i'm not best for business i'm best for everybody and uh i'm the king of talk style so uh catch you guys on the rebound thanks again guys squash the regular season sportscast with your host jay the red santee
2: These are sports kiosks. <laughs>